Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to all the wonderful people out there who attended that nice and wonderful T20 match out there at the Central Broad Regional Park. It was awesome. Dennis, good evening to you, Dennis. Good evening to you, Leon. And uh, I'm telling you I might be dropping out at some point. I'm okay, on my well, roof. Don't fall away. You can drop. <laughs> don't uh, drop out, but don't fall away. <laughs> and when you drop out, don't break your you break your legs at all, man. It's hard to <laughs> when you reach our age. It's hard to get those joints be mended. Hard to find the parts, huh? Yes, indeed. So we just want to welcome all the wonderful people out in Radio Land and trust that tonight's show might be of inspiration to them, and hope that all is well in your neck of the woods tonight. We have a great show for you, following. Great match which took place today, but before we do that, we usually give God, ask God's presence into our house. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We pray that you'll let this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray especially for the ones who are helping us along the way. All the participants, all the panelists, all the ones who call, all the ones who provide the funding to keep the show in the air. We pray especially for my dear wife Eunice. Dr. Leroy Lashner and his daughter, Lisa, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murtrice Nisbeth, El Camido Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Talbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrup, Willis and Mona Daniel, um, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Francis Jr. and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray for them. We thank you for all you have done for us in the past, and we pray you continue to bless the show and make it be one of the better ones that we have ever had. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So what has been happening to you, Dennis, other than being traveling around the world? Well, Leon, I'm, uh, you know, I had a very good boy, a school friend from over 50 years he's come to visit from London so of course we had to take him that inevitable trip to Sin City Mm -hmm. so here I am Sin City sitting on a rooftop because the inside of that hotel not quite ready for us and it's very noisy in there so here I am on a nice uh, 68 degree day out here in Las Vegas Nevada Wonderful time. I'm happy to be Jesus with you. Palace, MGM. But let's let's talk to Ivor. He was um, 
Main commentator yeah. here today in the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, match. Come on in, Ivor. Uh, Ivor is going to, um, Leon, I'm going to take over for Ivor. Ivor is taking a backstage right oh, okay. now. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I would like to say, you know, um, thanks to the ground staff. Well, actually, not the ground staff, the curator alone um, and one of his assistants for the wonderful work that they did to get this final year played. Even though we had all this rain, you know, we ended up losing like um, six overs, but it was just um, due to time and the rain. But they did an excellent job in getting the field to play on. So I'm going to let Mr. Taylor, which is the curator, say a few words. Yes, okay, Mr. Taylor, come on in. You did a, good, a wonderful job. <laughs> Hey, gentlemen, how are you doing? Good evening. Good evening. Uh, if I have, a, if I have a, a pitch to prepare, can I call you? <laughs> okay, could go you, on. Could, could you repeat that? Could I call? No, sir, I say if I have a pitch to prepare, could I call you uh, with short notice? You did a fantastic <laughs> job. Anytime, anytime. Talk to us. Tell us how you... Well, the wicked thing um, in our estimation played very well in considering the, the, you know, the, the weather conditions that we had to work with, yes, you know, yes. and um, we're happy to know that the game was actually played. Yeah. Yeah, the game, yes, it was all good. Yeah, the standard was high and, of course, you know, scoring... Uh, the tropics, they 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 they, they scored 159 for four in 17 overs. That's an international, most international yeah, match. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. That's the talk around here. That you know, that was a very good score. And um, considering the the, the the weather conditions and all that, that we had to work with. But um, the outfield was terrible in the amount of water because it has been saturated over the past four days. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to use our expertise, you know, the super sopper and all that to get things right. going. But, you know, all in all, we, we, you know, we were all happy that you know, they were able to play the finals. Man, from one looking on from the outside, we wouldn't know that rain came today. The field looked good when we viewed it on Facebook. And, of course, um, of course, it was a little sluggish when all the fours, but it did, went over the top. It, was good. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, you know, thank you. Um, as I said, you know, it's a ICC accredited um, venue, so you know we have to have a certain standard that we adhere to. You know, so that's the thing. You know, we, you know, just give people anything to play on and and do whatever. So you know, standard is big in my in my books. You know, so that that was about. I, one of my fellow um, panelists, Dennis, he's, a, he's away, but he likes to come up with some questions. Dennis? Yes, good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Before Dennis come in, we'd also like to talk Mr. Elton Tucker. Okay, Dennis, hold on one for me, please. Go ahead. Leon was seeing the game live on Facebook so he could see the work of the videographer today. So, Michelle Tantok, I would like to say thanks to him for, yes. you know, for a wonderful um, production that he put on today. 
Yes, it was first class. It was first class, yes. Yeah, with um uh, yes. uh, we we have a little choppy signal from you. I don't know if you're in a we're not hearing you too well, sir. Yeah, we're still in the box. Okay, but we're not, we're not okay. Ivan, we're not hearing you quite well. You're coming in and out. So I don't know if your position is where David was was, was fine. Mm-hmm. We are in the okay. charges. Yeah, put it in the charges. Better now? Yes, yes, much better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Tucker, you're live on radio and David Yes, sir. David gave yeah. you a cool You can take it from there. And Leon was looking at our, everything that you were producing as well, so Yes, Mr. Tucker, yes, was a wonderful, wonderful production, and we were carrying the ball by ball live. And in the meantime, I had the tune to Facebook and had you streaming, so that was awesome, awesome, very good. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if the West Indies Cricket Board yeah, heard about. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, the West Indies Cricket Board must uh, have to be looking out for people like yourself, you know, when they bring those matches here. Later this year. Talk to us. Well, yeah, I I thank everyone for tuning in today, and um, I just um, this is something that I like to do, and um, I gave up my game today. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna think that it's not so, but um, I gave up my game. <laughs> I gave it's up not, my game today to. It's, so. it's not only Hyper. <laughs> <laughs> He got dropped in. Yes. <laughs> oh, they dropped him. That's well, what it Because Ivan was planning to come back on, to pad up. I could make a, a, a little joke about this by saying, um, since we've been beating up um, tropics all the time, I decide to sit down today so that they can win uh, we can they can win oh. <laughs> that's a low bell. that's a blow below the waist traffic traffic them up badly man you see uh, me and the traffic me and the traffic guy them is really good friends so they would understand I just joking <laughs> uh, we also like to, to 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 say kudos to the two umpires who did the game today they did a wonderful job sir Alwyn Salmon and um, Joseph Baptiste. So we like Joseph. to say kudos to them. Congratulations you know, for, for to No, no one complained. No one complained. Whether you you gave them out, and it wasn't a questionable at all. Thanks for the wonderful job. So the world has seen the work that you folks have been doing, and it is something laudable. Yeah, Joseph, you say strange number on it. That is Joseph's number. He's he's on um, listening while he's while he just left the park also. But I told yes. him to put you on if you wish to say something. So he has yeah, come on, in, gentlemen, come on in. And start mm-hmm. it. Come on in, sir. Come on in. Well, he's driving, so I'm not sure if you're going to be able oh, to put okay. you on while he's driving. He's not good like David. Now. David drive and walk and talk and eat. And I met David in his eating eat this morning with his ginger in morning, so... Once the engine is running, you're driving and eating. Okay. And again, if I if I can say something again. Yes. 
And your friend yes. Audley is I'm on, a- and Jason is on as well, too. So we're going to ask them to say a word with you. So go right ahead, sir. Yeah, I must commend uh, Mr. Champ, as we know him as champion, um, Mr. Taylor. Really? He did a very good job today. For him to, when I walked out there this morning and look at the field, it's like I actually almost turned back and go to my car. Someone asked me how was the weather, and I lied to them because I didn't really want to tell them that um, we need a boat. And at the end, at the end, um, Champy did such a good job that we were able to play cricket, and not only play cricket but complete the game. So again, big up to Champy. And all right. Also all the umpires and everybody, and um, the the commentators and um, scorers and everybody, because actually we are behind the scenes. And it's like we, there's a lot of work to be done. And um, again, I'm going to say big up everyone. Good day. Yes, indeed. We had a very good signal coming through our, our system here. It was very clear and explicit. And of course, Ivor did a good job. I got someone on the line, 305778. Could you come in, caller? 305778. Yes, hi, good night. Good night, everyone. Yes, hi, this is Joseph Batista, one of the umpires at today's game. I just really want to take the opportunity to endorse everything that's been said, especially the work of the curator and his staff. I think they did a wonderful job getting this game, um, getting us this wonderful game. I think it was a really nice high-scoring game. I want to congratulate both teams. They played the game in great spurts. Um, and the crowd. They were lively and participants, and then all the people who worked in the background. I know Ivor and, and David and Max and, you know, all of the support that goes into making a good game and having a good experience. And I really want to say thank you for the opportunity and thank you to everyone who participated and made it a great, great experience. Yes, indeed it was. I enjoyed it immensely. I was on from the beginning and I stayed to the end. And we were carrying it live, as you know, you guys know. And we enjoy the commentary and everything about it. We've seen, seen the video on Facebook as well. So I want to say thank you, David. Thank you, Ivor. Thank you, everybody who participated and make this, this um, match a success. For those who haven't heard, Tropics made 159 for four. With uh, Gavin Wallace going 43. And, of course, most of you might know that Gavin is a former Jamaica. Go on, David. Leon, this is, um, we just, um, you know, the Max Currency tournament, this is um, um, cricket, uh, what's it called? Um, cricket called US USA Open. Um, game. Yeah. The US Open will be on later next month, you know, uh, the yes. 6th, we, we have that lineup to be covered this evening as well, too, because they send us okay. an invitation. Right. An invitation. Yeah. But just, and just wanted the, to tell... The Ireland, the Ireland. Game also, year also. I guess you can cover those. Yes, island. Yes, indeed. Yes. Okay, and also, traffic, uh, traffic. Let's just have to drop my phone to David. David can call on his own phone. He's going to go home. <laughs> we're leaving. We're leaving. No, Liam. Um, I know so. you're a little choppy. A little choppy. I don't know. You're a little bit of choppy. Go ahead now. I, I, I get choppy when David uses the same phone in that choppy. Something wrong with my hand. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm gonna head in the vehicle now, so I just go on mute and just listen. 
I'm, okay, I'm going to head off. I think we did, we did do our utmost to make sure that it came through, and it came through really, really clear. There was no no problems whatsoever, and we were, didn't give me pose any problems for my end at all. So we want to thank all the first participants and just hope that next year it will be even better. God bless all of you, and your work will not go unnoticed. So cricket in the USA is bound to grow. And with your help and the kind of tournament that you guys put on, it is worthwhile repeating. Any final words to anybody else? I don't know. Audley, do you want to? You might have heard some voices that you know and you want to say something to some of the guys that spoke. Do you know, recognize no, any voices? No, actually, uh, no. I, I, I don't. I just came in late. I, as, as you saw the time I came on, you know, I, I went to work and came in. So um, we just finished the polygraph thing before I came on here moments okay. ago. Okay. Good. But of Let's course, Champy, uh, I would just like to add where Champy is concerned because we have been at the park and, um, you know, at the U.S. Open, uh, I mean, like, you could go swimming, you know. Uh, and in a, in a, in a, in a, just give him a little time and then the matches were able to go on and things and thing like that. So um, I know the tremendous work that Champy and his, uh, Mr. Taylor, of course, we call him Champy. Uh, and and his crew has been doing uh, at the at the stadium for a very long time, and all kudos mm-hmm. to him and uh, his staff, of course. Yes, I see him at work, and we admire his work so tirelessly. Great man, great man. I don't know, Dennis. You're all the way in Las, Las Vegas, and I'm sure you want to say something because you may you may be called to the service. Come yes. come on in. Yes. Yes. yes uh, Yes, Leon, good afternoon to my fellow panelists who are there. I just want to let you know that uh, we are certainly blessed to be able to be playing cricket in this country at this time of the year because in other places, you know, there's absolutely no opportunity to play cricket because of the weather. So what a lovely weather we have to be able to uh, play the game. I'm way out here in... Am I... There, are you hearing me? Yes, I'm I'm way out here in Las Vegas on the rooftop of the Caesars Palace with my visiting guests who wanted to see Sin City. So here we are. Unfortunately, I will not be staying with the show for the rest of the day, but I will broadcast. But I will try to come in as soon as I get a break. To everyone, have a good show, and I will try to listen, and I will try and catch the tail end of the show this afternoon so you all have a good show and i hope to speak and hear you all later on this afternoon for me at any rate Take. don't you go near those uh, oh no I, I i've had a good brunch champagne brunch and now all i'm ready to do is sleep you know i was up a little early last night i, I went to bed late last night because I started to watch the first Test match, Sri Lanka, West Indies. I could only watch the first hour, but then I had to get to sleep and wake up early for this trip. So, yeah. at any rate, I hope you guys have a good show, and I will catch you up later on, I hope. Take Indeed. care for now. Enjoy, enjoy. Come, come back home to us with all your money in your pocket. How about I you, Jason? <laughs> Jason, come on in now, Jason. How are you, sir? All the way from Indianapolis. Good evening to you, Jatin. 
India one. Yes, good evening, everybody. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Yes, indeed, we are. Good evening, to Jason. Mm-hmm. Talk to us, Jason. You had something in mind. Yes, sir. Yeah, we we got so many things to talk today, but uh, definitely the biggest news is 2024. The World Cup will be in West Indies as well as USA. Now it will be the different uh, different uh, uh, process than the last time. We all remember in 2007 when West Indies hosted that World Cup. It was a little bit uh, expectation that they might play one or few games in uh, Miami area but unfortunately did not happen and then we are waiting for it to have the biggest moment where we can stage or have a game from the international event and it looks like now it's possible because this world cup will be in partnership between USA cricket and West Indies means USA has not uh, planned out anything yet but there is a lot of things in the pipeline and i'm expecting by the world cup which is about almost uh, 900 plus days away we are capable to have maybe four or five different location where the international games can be played yes keep the finger crossed some fans may have lot of questions and concerns about it but uh, looks like if the icc is willing to do something in us and the way the progress uh, happening right now in us it is nothing impossible even to build a big facility in a matter of year or two and i'm expecting that it will happen because now at least we got the green signal to host the games and then immediately that you cannot expect more than uh, uh, we can thought about we talked last week the ireland will be the first full time nation test playing country coming on us soil to play against usa that should be the memorable series until now we had the international squad like sri lanka came out bangladesh came out even uh, uh, west indies came out and play even india came out and play but none of the game were played against official usa team so that is a good thing top of that don't forget the talks are underway for 2028 los angeles olympic because looks like icc and the cricket world is eyeing that opportunity if the cricket can make the olympic so overall i will say we are in a good shape there is a bright future ahead we can see the light at the end of the tunnel it's a matter of time how the people get together and contribute and do whatever it takes to promote this game and support the game in terms of the governments and whatever the activities we do at the local level state level or national level it doesn't go by itself it is not a small job with few people or board can handle it it will takes a lot and i'm hopeful the way the minor league happened this year and the, we had almost 200 plus games around the, it looks like it's a really good kick start we have and we have the momentum to keep it up and hopefully that will change the world for us especially in US. 
How 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 would the resignation of Mr. Higgins affect all this? And uh, who you think is the likely person to replace him? Well, at the moment, I would say the Ian Higgins situation, as we read, looks like he had uh, some dull moments in U.S. cricket where he felt he could have resigned early or he could have quit like that. And uh, looks to me, at the moment, he's heading back to the ICC. He still have some uh, bigger role coming up in a matter of a few weeks. If not the few weeks, it may be a few months because this thing, uh, the way I look at it and the, what I hear is like Ian Higgins has recently visited ICC during the World Cup. And uh, that may be the case that uh, something uh, was going on in terms of discussion or the maybe interview or some kind of uh, situation there. So that's uh, one thing is uh, clear to move ahead. He did his job, whatever it takes. It's uh, unfortunate we are losing him, but whatever he has done is uh, so far good in terms of moving forward. Yes, people always talk about it. doesn't matter what you do, and uh, there is a lot of talks going on. But look for the positive side. We all get the hurdles. We all were, Then he had a lot of things on his table in terms of uh, accomplishment and job were on hand to complete. And you don't expect to keep everyone happy. So he tried his best. And looks like what we have right now at the moment, it's a great momentum to keep it up and move forward. Uh, as far as the position concern, I have no clue. I will not even comment. And what, what, about, uh, I have no idea. what about a former president of Western Cricket Board? He's qualified <laughs> enough. No, I'm saying, why not? Why not put your hand in the ring? Why that is good thing. But, but right now, I think, uh, let me tell you, this is not my opinion. The way I read on uh, social media and a lot of things out there in a few social engineering sites, I can see there is a little bit uh, upset going on. A lot of people are talking about the board situation and the election has not been done for last two years. It's unfortunate that we don't know how many members we have at the moment and they are not keeping this uh, process as a transparent to the members. And it's uh, very unfortunate to say the one side they're saying that members' uh, term is expired because membership is only valid for one year. Then how about this couple of board members whose term is already expired? So it, somebody has to explain here to the uh, members what is the actual term wins, when it starts and when it ends, you know. And if these are the same people trying to change something, then we don't expect major changes. It's like repeating same story with the same people. It doesn't work. So that's what the talks are going on. And probably I will say uh, with the CEO left, it is not the easy job for anyone, not even his administration staff and not even uh, for the board. And don't forget the way we look outside, as outsider in a board, the board is like, uh, to me, honestly, there is a two cracks out there. I don't see all board members are on the same table. There is a larger group, is a one group 
who is uh, want to stay whatever is running right now. There is a two member who went against those major groups and been to the court route. Means there is a uh, two people on the other side of the table, and there is a small group does not belong to either group. Now this is the board we didn't expect it. We wanted to have this board united and do the fair job for us. The entire cricket fraternity, when the USACA dispelled, and when they formed this USA cricket. Everyone's expectation was to unite our community first, and we go from there. But in a matter of just four or five years now, we can see this uh, administration is uh, the way they're working and the way the elected officials acting up. It's definitely a concern. And uh, lately, I think for last week or so, I read a lot of uh, arguments in a closed groups in a Facebook where people are saying that some of the board members are either a dormant, means not active, or they don't want to respond on anything. Now, this is not the what you expect from the elected officials, and especially under the U.S., when the USA cricket is 501c3, non-for-profit organization. Yes, indeed. And um, I don't know if any of the panelists would want to say anything to you, Jaden. I, uh, oddly, uh, Iva, anyone you want to say something to Jatin before we move on? We're going to bring in. Anyone want to say anything to Jatin? Jatin, are you still with us? Let me just mention. Yes, I'm we... still here. I'm on and off tonight. I don't have much thing going on on my side. So basically, I'll be on and off in this show. But uh, uh, expect me to spend some more time today while the Dennis is out. Okay. How about you, Audley? Any qu- questions? I know that Jensen no. will come in later because India, India took the broom out and they did yeah. a big sweep of, of New Zealand. Yeah. So he'll be coming back to, to discuss well, that one. Well, early, I'm just going to mention that we're going to have the birthday hour at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock instead, so, so we can continue with Jaden. Go ahead. Okay, no problem, no problem. And we're going to try and go ahead. So, getting the question was, India swept New Zealand, you know, and that was a big, 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 big win for them, wasn't it? Well, it's always a little bit difficult for any visiting team to go in India and beat India. So, it's not much uh, uh, as a surprise or a difference. No, India is always expected to do well at home, and uh, they definitely... The positive side, I look at it in this particular three-match series, is giving a chance to the other players and rest their senior players. And it's working well. And as we know, if you go by the population in a cricket world, like you need to have 11 players out of, let's say, 200 million or something, then India can put five teams. That's the population they carry. So anything happens in a home soil, it's... a Definitely looks uh, different from outside, but honestly speaking, a lot of people still talking about that World Cup disappointment. And because of that, it will take about maybe a year or two before the people feel like, yeah, well, cricket, we need to move on. You know, it's just like they need some healing time to forget that uh, World Cup and get back. David wants to say something to you. David, come on in, David. 
David, your hands are up. Okay, David, hands keep down. Leon, can you hear me? Yes, we're hearing you. Know, you are, yes, yes, we are calling okay. you in. Yes. yes. I'd like in, to David. say good night to the um to the gentleman there. But um in one in, in responding to what's going on with US cricket, the the, the um the um the chicken has come home to roost because it's the same tactics they use to get out the legitimate boy that goes there. And now you see they're having the same thing. All this thing on social media going around, all this talking, is coming home to roost. Because we come and we push out a, a legitimate body there and we put some people there that we could control them. But now these people are there, they get the power, they don't want to leave. That's, that's what is happening and that's what that, they did to U.S. cricket. You, the United States cricket, um, USACA, when they were there. So mm-hmm. the chicken had just come home to roost. That's all I can say to this gentleman. The chicken had just come home to roost. And, um, well, um, David, you know the Jamaican saying. David, you know the Jamaican saying. Today for me, tomorrow for you. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. And and and, and the, the, the Bible tells us, you know, if you're going to dig a hole, you you you, you dig two. You dig two. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because everything is like a cycle. So what you do yeah. to others, you know, is going to come back to you. So may as well you exactly, you, you exactly. sow good seeds. At when when time yeah. comes to reap, you're going to reap things that's fruitful and, and and beneficial. Yeah. And um, Virgil is on because I know he has a big question for Jatin. Virgil, after 24 years, Pakistan and India are going to play cricket together in Pakistan. Come on in, David. Come on in, Virgil. Yeah, good, good afternoon to all the listeners and good afternoon to all the panelists. Good evening to you, Virgil. Now, could you repeat what you said? And so Pakistan and India are going to play together in Pakistan. Didn't okay. did you receive an email I sent to you? Yeah. Uh, that was the World Cup or the Champions Trophy or something like that? No, no. Just oh, as serious? a like, serious. No, no. That, that is something that was due to happen. It's just political people get in the way and they need to get out of the way and make this thing. Everybody coming up and talking about the religion, this and that have nothing to do with religion. It's just a political thing. And as long as they get out, that will make it better for the world cricket. All right. So it's something I'm happy to hear because that is what I want. I want everybody to play against everybody not make. Because that's the only thing that unifies these two countries, cricket. So let me just get on with the cricket and keep the politics out of it, man, and then everybody just, will be happy. Just, just to add something that Virgin, to that, Virgin, in some, in some instances, in some countries, Religion and politics goes hand in hand because um, some some countries is, is more you could call it theocracy. You know, um, it's it's run by the religion that they believe in. So um, it, it, it you can you can can actually divide them because it's, it's going to run by the religion. So both religion and politics. But as I always tell anybody, anytime you mix up religion and politics, you have one corruption thing. Can't mix up both of them. Sorry to start to say that, but you can't mix up both of them together because I, I, I don't, I you don't, have I don't problems. Go with that. I don't well, go with that. that. Not, it, yeah, it, I hear it, a lot it of people say it doesn't always happen this way. It does not yeah, always ha- he, happen this way. Here what because happened. What you, you have what, your religion. What, what you'll be saying. 
what you'll be saying now is like you, you can't have a politician that is a Christian or a Muslim or, or and you can't differentiate from the way they every, govern. Everybody can have their religion wants to do this and their religion is like a 10. If you have 10, 10 person government and 10 different religions, you're going to have a problem. You have a, you, you have a country to run. You have the church to run. It's completely different. You, can't, you mix up both of them together. You are going to have a problem. Anyhow, I don't care what nobody say. You are going to have a problem because you're going to say, okay, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Jehovah's Witness, and everybody don't agree with each other. So it's yeah, a problem. Yeah, you're never going to agree. Everybody's never going to agree. So all you have to do is just um, do the cricket and do the thing what, what everybody agree on. We need to play yes. cricket. And, yes. and I, I think you have been an advocate of that for a long, long time. You know, We need to do the cricket and put everything else aside. Well... Put it, put it, Mr. Patel, I was so glad that um, India gets a real ass whooping from um, Pakistan, and maybe that opened the door. So sometimes we have to get <laughs> beaten to open the door. And, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that, man. So in other words, you have to say you have to, you get embarrassed, embarrassed to do it. You get the big embarrassment to do the truth. Do what you are. No, no, no. Hey, it's not embarrassing. It's just a good, how we call it, an ass whipping, and that opened the door. So... It was good. It was it was all in good. Because you see you see the players the players of them out there were so happy to meet each other and all that kind of stuff and I mean I mean that that is what you really want, no matter what, because that's why you see you see, even the IPL, when you bring all remember these sort of country always tension against each other. Not not just in your pocket, but all the country that plays, right? Always tension against sometimes you hear some nasty words some of them guys saying against each other. But then in the IPL those same guys from different countries, like five different countries coming to play with one team. So, you know, when you go back to play for your country, you cannot have that hostility against that person because you and him is on the same team when they play in the IPL or the Big Bash or something like that. So that's a good and thing there. No so you, you don't really, yeah, you don't really want that, man, because you just need to go out and who play hard that day, win the game. And, I mean, we all want to be winners, but if you have ten teams... Only two somebody get up in the final, and then one somebody going to be the champion. So, I mean, we have to expect that. We all want to be the one, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Jason, uh, Tim Payne, Tim Payne stepped down as the captain of um, Australia. Would you recall hearing anything about there was an inquiry before this, this news broke? You tell me, did you hear anything about Tim Payne was in any involved with any kind of problems? Did they kept it on? Well, the it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle we are off from those topics because there are a lot of things in Australia happening. This is nothing new. And they usually fix those things internally before it comes to the media. But then... If you ask the South Asians, they'll tell you, and I believe West Indies has the same feeling. When you go to Australia, look how they treat you. They start talking about you and a lot of controversies before even series to how they do. They attack the other players. If you look at uh, this particular incident after that sandpaper saga, I call it, there was a huge mess when the sandpaper came all the way on the field with the captain's knowledge, another player is using it. There is another senior player knows what's happening. 
it is not something a little thing and it is not by error period and in this one i think this one was probably inside the administration for a long time it does came out in the public now and the forced this gentleman to retire because it looks like if the things come out in a market open to public then it should be the same full act and that is what this controversy is right now how they are handling the inquiry and then there is a you can see there is a two sides some players say this inquiry needs to be behind the door right which is more secure and secret level than going open public but uh, such thing is not there are a couple of players in the past involved in a gambling too because of their hobbies right and then we had a issue about this i still recall uh, two bigger uh, crises from south india the one was the harbhajan singh when he said something to one of the player and it went to all the way in the media and then the board has to settle down to keep continuous series and don't forget the biggest point uh, disappointment by the sri lankans about the mithya mulidharan it's happened twice one time he went on chundrantunga as a captain stepped up and he was about to talk so this this thing is doesn't please the cricket world when the cricket is growing in a third world we call it just like the usa and americas who are not a part of this cricket at the moment and they are trying to put and expand this game the such incident will impact that's for sure mm-hmm. what we are trying to promote is a good game and if we are saying the good sportsmen and the good characters are the playing this is the setbacks we can expect because this is doesn't go really in a freedom or a free way i call it because these are teams at the professional level should have some discipline matters some penalties way early stage and it is very unfortunate these uh, incidences are coming out and the person has to now declare the retirement and uh, don't forget this is happening as a back to back because originally it was david warner and uh, steve smith when they forced with that uh, sandpaper scandal they put team pain as a captain and now the replacement is also going away so this is this is like a complete mess in terms of the team and uh, how you promote this a game to the youngsters now it, it will be the very difficult challenge for the australian cricket now because the how the parents will feel to have their young ones going into the locker room where you have seniors with all kinds of magical tricks i call it hmm uh, we i want to i want to i want to comment on that i want to yeah as as we as we have learned recently now this is something that that happened from some 5 years ago and um and i i would say um if i was part of a team management um i think they they did the right thing in the first place something happened privately between two individuals and um if if they if they seem to set to, to, to settle it uh, or whatever then you know i i would not i will i would not have you know published it 
um, it, it, uh, unless it's something that really, really had to come out. Just like now, when the lady wasn't wasn't satisfied, but what they what now they have to do is say yes, we learned of it, you know, five years ago, and it was dealt with privately because it it was not like something that was happening on the on the ballpark and and stuff like that. So um, you you try to keep something quiet, uh, although the, the the person had to own up that they did something wrong. Yes. They had to own up. I don't know if he was charged by by, by the team, or as a matter of fact, by, by the um, the reports I heard, is that the investigation showed that he he, he didn't do anything wrong. So look, I've not seen the picture. I've not seen anything like that. So we are just talking about what what we're hearing, right? We heard of what is not and what and what is. So. There's no there's no picture to show that this is what is it so is, is it inappropriate or or is it something that just innocuous or, or, or whatever something harmless um, I I don't know but if if um if if a, a member of the party you know did something that um we think was wrong or well not just think you know if you, if somebody did something that's inappropriate without a doubt you know right and if it was dealt with and um, the person apologized maybe to, uh, to the other person, and they, they, they should come to an amicable conclusion. Fine. I, I, I was not going to come and publish it uh, because that is something that was dealt with. And, and it should be understood that you know, a second infringement or anything like that, then he was going to be dropped from the team or some, or some greater punishment or something like that. So it just, it just happened that, um, that things, things that happened undercover have a way of working its way out to the public and mm-hmm. uh, that's exactly what happened in, in this case now so um when when he thought more or less that he that everything was over and he got away with with xyz now the problem came back to bite you you know where so um that's exactly what 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 but happened now and and, and, and he had to do the right thing mm-hmm. Did the Australian board knew about the situation when they appointed him acting captain after the sandpaper? That 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 I don't know because that I don't know. I don't know because no, uh, the news is just leaking out now about that when because mm-hmm. I was surprised. Um, we we had discussion here and and we're saying we think that Steve Smith is going to be captain for Australia again, and yes. so. So pain is just is just there for the time being, and and I think that you know eventually Steve Smith was going to take take over the team again. So when I heard that that he that that he was no longer the captain before before I read details the details, I thought he was removed and then replaced. You know, but then I continued and I realized that no, that it was it was something that happened some five years ago, and um, he he yes he owned up to it and he stepped down because he. You don't think that he it would be right as a lead, which which of course is the right thing. He did the right thing. Step aside, and um, um, what I don't what I don't want us to do is to is to um, crucify one as it uh, 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 because all of us have something in our past. All of us have something in our past, some more morbid more than more than others. That if it should come to light, it will bite us today. Amen. You know. So, so um, if, if it happened, and that happened, and he owned up to it, and um, did the appropriate thing by stepping away. I don't know if the, if the board, um, apparently somebody knew about it, but I think it was his team 
that he played for, his club. I don't know, Tasmania, whatever club. Um, I don't know if the Australian cricket board was made aware of it, but his club knew about it. Right? His club knew about it. Um, I don't know if they passed that on. And um, if it was a private thing that was supposedly um, all over with, because that, that, that was the, the, whole, the whole position, you know, at least that's what they think when you look at it. But um, as, as it happened, it, it comes back out and now led to his resignation. Let's welcome Cardinal. Cardinal, welcome. Come on in, sir. Good evening. Good, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to hey, all Cardinal. Good evening. fans, friends, and supporters. Well, I'm, wish... I'm, I'm hearing... Okay, I'm, I'm listening to this, and I'm, I'm hearing, first of all, that we should not mix religion and politics and cricket. That, that's not possible. That religion, politics, cricket, as long as people are engaged in any activity, all other activities which they may be engaged in are going to be, have some kind of impact or influence on every other activity that they engage in. So as long as people are engaged in cricket, politics would affect cricket, Religion would affect cricket, and there is no way that anybody can do anything about that. How we, yeah. how we manage ourselves and, and, and our behavior patterns is always going to be an, an issue of culture, and culture involves religion and politics. All of our social cultures activities will involve all of these different things. People, even people within their own religion might have their personal beliefs that may be different to what their, 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 their religion conveys. So yep. there's no way that you, you're going to be able to separate those things in a social atmosphere. Now, as far as the, the, the scandal regarding um, Tim Jane hey. is concerned, that I... That I understand was something that took place some years ago, and whichever board it was, whether he, it was his local uh, regional club. Uh, cricket club. board or Cricket Australia, they did their investigation. They found out, they, they determined that this was a consenting activity between two adults, and therefore they didn't find that team pain violated any um, rules of the game or any um, uh, should they, use, they usually use the word ethical rules that, that offend Cricket Australia so it was done with now something is happening to the young lady you know she's caught up in some other some other um, what should I call it criminal activity I should say, criminal allegations being laid against her. And this thing came out about the game. It was settled previously. The, 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 the cricket associations have said, okay, we don't have any, any quarrels with this and what Tim Payne did. That's his business. You know? So, you, you know, not because you belong to an organization, that organization has no authority to be your moral supervisor. 
or the people who, who, who administer that organization has no authority to be your moral supervisor. Now, if you go to church and you violate the rules of the church that you go to, then the administrator of the church can determine how they want to deal with you, you know? So, but you can't tell a, a man because he's a, a, a member of Cricket Australia. His performance within Cricket Australia is not going to be, should not be su- to supervise in the context of whether or not he commits adultery. That's between him and his religion and his church and all that. And we understand that. So if, if whatever Tim Payne did is, is offensive to, to, to his moral code of an organization that he belongs to, then they deal with that and they deal with him. But, you know, the, 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 um, the criminal justice system can't come down on him just because he plays cricket. And, and he has no relationship with his cricket club that says he should not relate to any other woman besides his wife. He has no such relationship with his cricket clubs. So when this came up in cricket, they investigated to determine whether he had done anything wrong according to the rules of cricket. They found that he didn't, and they let it go. Now, what Bancroft did under the supervision of Warner, Smith, and whoever the coach was, and all of them, that was dead against the rules of cricket. And all of them should have been punished. And, and, and I don't know why people are talking about Steve Smith coming back. It, it's like saying, okay... We understand that this, Australia in particular, has a a historical reputation for cheating more than anybody else. So when, 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 when Bancroft came up with this thing and Steve Smith and, and, and Warner and tried to say, and the, 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 the coach tried to say, we ain't know nothing about that. You know, whether it's true or not, there are those of us who are going to believe that they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And the investigation, the outcome of the investigation suggests that the administrators of cricket believed that they didn't know. Or at least should have known. And, 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 and there are indications that they all knew what was going on. But some of them turned a blind eye. Steve, I, Steve Smith, in his delivery, said he turned a blind eye. He kind of said, well, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. When he's the administrator, he said, oh, no, that, that's not going to happen under my watch. Yeah. He should never come back as Australian captain because he has that stain on him. And if that stain is not going to carry Australia, if he comes back as captain, I don't see why what, what, what Tim Payne did should affect Australian cricket if he comes back as captain. Because Tim Payne did not do anything in offense of the laws of cricket. Steve Smith did. David Warner did. They're going to carry that stain for the rest of their cricket career. 
And every any time they come back, any type of administrative capacity. Somebody phone need to be muted. Um, I'm trying to find it, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. talk. Okay. Go ahead, Connor. If any one of them come back in any kind of administrative capacity, they're going to be the face of Australia cricket with that stain on it. You know? So, and I don't see the same thing being applicable to, to Tim Payne at this juncture. I mean, we try to keep up this image or this, this myth that have been rolled for, for, for several years that cricket is a gentleman game. It never was. It okay. never was. But everybody just carried that, that mantra. And, and if, you lie, if you lie to yourself long enough, after a while, you won't think it's the truth. Amen. Folks, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we continue. We, Audley, why don't you prepare for the inside edge as well as the the Walter Henry birthday okay. and anniversary as well. So go right ahead with the inside edge, and then we just come right into the into the birthday anniversary. Okay. Okay. So the inside edge for the day, uh, I was I've been given some inside edge on on um, T20 because they you know they just concluded. T20 World Cup. Uh, most runs in an over. And uh, everybody will tell you, yeah, yeah, we remember that. Yobran Singh. Yobran Singh, of course, when he dispatched young Stuart Brown for six sixes in an, in, a, in an over. Of course, 36. Most runs in an over in a, in, in a World Cup. T20 World Cup. But did you know that the second one, the second was was by Jehan Mubarak. He's from Sri, he's from Sri Lanka. And A.B. de Villas, um, Sri Lankan did against Kenya, A.B. de Villas, and that's 29 runs. And by David Hussey, number four, David Hussey, 27 of Pakistan, right? And Chris Gale from the West Indies, number five, so the top five. Chris Gale scored 26 runs against Australia at the Oval. And, of course, that was 2009. So that's the top five. Um, when it comes to most runs in and over, Yuvraj Singh, Jaitan Mubarak, Yuvraj Singh, of course, from India, Mubarak from Sri Lanka, A.B. de Villiers from South Africa, David Jose, Australia, and Chris Gale from the Caribbean. That's it. Inside Edge for the day. All right. All right. Um, so, Let me give you so a little bit. Give me a few bars. Right, give, me a couple of, give me a couple of bars, then. I know you can't start with all the bars.
Take it away, Orly. All right, all right, all right. With the sound of Stevie Wonder in the background. Welcome to to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's that evening when we can, when we look at the cricketing fraternity and we give shout out to happy birthday to whether you're umpire, a player, or cricket administrator. We just want to say happy birthday to you, and it's time when you also can call in and wish someone happy birthday or an anniversary, or just call and say, hi, it's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Okay, so today, uh, my niece, Tiffany, yeah, the one that got married just earlier this year, early a couple months ago, she is celebrating her birthday today. I called her earlier, I said, hey, Tiffany, how does it feel to spend your first birthday as a married woman? She say, she say, oh, bliss, uncle, bliss. I say, okay, need not I say anymore. Happy birthday. <laughs> the blissful man. Yeah. Okay, so Tiffany, um, she's having a happy birthday today. But there's something about my sister Jean. Um, it's, Jean is her mom. Her three children are born in November, and that is saying she seem to just love the, the, the Valentine's babies. Um, Shay, he, uh, my nephew, he was born the 8th of November, earlier this, this, um, this month, of course. And then we have um, Tanisha. She celebrated on the 18th, earlier, um, just last week. Tanisha's husband, Greg Knight, he celebrated on the 14th of November. Tiffany has hers today. And then... Uh, um, Nazara, my my niece, my niece's daughter, will be celebrating on the 24th. So it's a lot of November things going on here. So let me start with the um, today being um, the 21st of November. Um, gospel recording artist Stephen Curtis Chapman. He is 59 years old today, and I mentioned my niece already, Tiffany. She is celebrate her birthday today. Okay, Edmund Kentish out of Jamaica and Basil Shotgun Williams also mm-hmm. from Jamaica. He, he left us um, 2015, died right here in, in, in Florida. Um, Basil Shotgun Williams opened for the West Indians seven occasions. He came in when the um, world cricket was started and, you know, most of the West Indian players went away. Um, but with, with the return of Gordon Greenwich, and um, his fellow opener there, I forget, I forget his name right now. Um, of course, Haines? yes, Desmond Haynes. Um, he didn't get a chance, but in a short time, he, he made a hundred and debut. And he also, in the second test, he made 87, the dreaded Australian numbers, 13 short of the hundred. And he also scored 111 runs in India. So, in the seven test matches he played, he averaged 59. and um, made two centuries. Okay, Joe Darling from Australia, the first man to hit a six in cricket, 1896, 1898 rather. He did that first six in cricket. Betty Wilson, Bruce Lear, Justin Langer, Karen Bolton, Callum Ferguson, and Peter Philpott, all from Australia. Stanley Jackson from England, Tim Robinson, 63 today, Andy Caddick, 53. Salim Elias, from Pakistan, 45, Jafar Akhtar, 
He left us in 2016. And Ahmed Shizaz, he is 30 years old today. Can Cindy Eckstein from South Africa, um, 44. Tumil Shajunkhant, funny name that one, 23 years old. And Pait Ranki from Zimbabwe, 40 years, 40 years old. And tomorrow is a sad anniversary for one Mr. Leon Francis. Um, mm. His son, Justin, would have been celebrating a birthday. So, um, Mr. Francis, we, we, we are on your side and we cheer you up. Um, remember, as you have nothing but fun memories of your son, Justin. And also, Stephen Francis. Think that's your brother? My, my yes, nephew. Stephen. Nephew. nephew. Your nephew. All right, I must put nephew there. Your nephew, Stephen Francis, yes, will be celebrating tomorrow as well. And Max Romeo, Jamaican reggae singer, Max Romeo, let the power fall on Yeah, he will be celebrating tomorrow as well. And it's the debut of two of West Indies' greatest about, ever batsmen. The debut of Sir Viv Richard. 47 years ago tomorrow, he made his debut against India in 1974. And also Gordon Greenwich in the same test match. Greenwich made um, 94 and, and 106. So he scored 100 on debut. In the second innings, he scored his 100. Marvin Atapato from Sri Lanka will be celebrating also uh, from Wayne Larkins and Gary Balance from England, Mushtaq Mohammed and Akram Reza from Pakistan, Xavier Darty from Australia, Neil McCollum from Scotland, Trevor Maldano from Zimbabwe, Liz Perry, uh, Natalie Dodd and Will Young from New Zealand. And uh, for the 23rd, Singer Marcia Griffiths out of Jamaicans. Uh, also, Sharon Marley, one of the Marley clans, and Asafa Powell, sprinter, former world record holder for 100 meters, will be celebrating his birthday. My friend, my two friends, Nick Lawson is a co-worker, and Ian Thomas, of course, did some, some commentary together in the U.S. Open, and he's one of those social media guys who does a lot of um, interviews with well-known cricketers. Ian will be celebrating on the 23rd. So we have Thomas Lord, Walter Reed, Merv Hughes from Australia, Martin Kemp and Ken Eastwood, Martin Sneedon and Bruce Edgar from New Zealand, Gary Kirsten uh, from South Africa, Ahmed Shazad and Aga Salman from Pakistan. Uh, we have Demantia Ghosh from Bangladesh, and Kevin Sinclair from West Indies, Guyana. Uh, for the 24th, we have Cher, Ivan's daughter, Cherry. Ivan's daughter. So Ivan's going to come back a little later to give her a shout-out. Um, my friend, Kedu March, will be celebrating also on the 24th. And it's the test debut of Sir Richie Richardson. Yes, in 1983, his test debut against India. Back in 1983, Herbert Shutcliffe, Ken Barrington, Fred Titmus, Sir Ian Botham, Kibar Ali, and Raleigh Larkins, all from England, British Patel, Ian Butler, Wayne Bradman, Barry Melbourne, Garth Hopkins, all from New Zealand, Neil McKenzie, Lennox Brown, South Africa, Nicholas Eilfield, 
from Canada and Ramnish Kilikawa Rima, uh, Kilawitha Rima from Sri Lanka. And uh, Leon's good friend, he talked about, talked of him all the time, Mr. Tim Hector. He was born in 1942, and he left us the 12th of November, 2002. Kim Hector, long live Kim, Kim Hector. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the 25th, uh, my nephew, um, yes, that's my other sister now, um, Bev, the one that died some years ago. Her son, Michael, Michael Williams, he'll be celebrating on the 25th of November. So you see, I have a lot of things going on in November. Mm-hmm. Aileen Bailey, Aileen Bailey, athlete from Jamaica also, be celebrating on the um, 25th. Manny Martindale, cricket, Manny Martindale out of Barbados. Kerry O'Keefe, Peter Siddle from Barbados. Percy Holmes from England. Imran Khan and Anwar Ali from Pakistan. David Omar and Mosadek Hossein from Bangladesh. And we have Julam Goswami from India. And the man that is on the wrong end of the record that was set by Lara, who was later joined um, on the same record by George Bailey from Australia. Most runs in one over in Test cricket, 28 runs. Alvira Peterson was the wrong end when Lara hit him for 28 in one over. Um, we have uh, Claudia, who will be celebrating her birthday. I'm not quite sure who she's. Connect, uh, along with Tina Turner, the ever young Tina Turner. Uh, Ridley Jacobs will be celebrating also. Ridley Jacobs, he made his debut for the West Indies at 8.31. Yet he managed to play 65 test matches. Good job. George Moody out of Jamaica and Ramara Shepherd from Guyana. Yeah, will be celebrating on the 26th. And we have Mark Bailey from New Zealand. Um, Alexia. Walken, female cricketer out of England, Tom Cooper from Australia, and Jayandra Patel from Canada. Finally, the 27th um, Australian cricketer, Philip Hughes, passes away after being hit by a ball. And um, believe it or not, it's been um, about seven years. Yes, it happened in 2014. He was 25 years old, and um, they have the thing forever 25. Yeah, Philip Hughes, and that's why they put the added accessories at the back, at the both sides at the back, on the the helmet, back in helmet where he got, um, you know, hit there. So sad anniversary. But Truett Rayner and Ifrim Patan, all from India. Laura Newton, Michael Yardley from England, Christopher Mapuf from Zimbabwe. Uh, we had Charam Singh from Trinidad and Ray Winter from Jamaica. Alan Dawson from South Africa. And that's what we have here for you, Mr. Yes, thank you so Mr. much. Leon, back to you for time. Thank you so Go much. Ahead. And look who we found. Mr. See you on the radio, Mr. Linford. <laughs> it's about time, about time. It's about, about time. time. Come on in. <laughs> thank you very much for the welcome. Very, very warm welcome indeed. And it's nice to see all my associates on the radio today. I just I, I, I don't have any birthday, but I just want to say goodbye to Mr. A. B. Villas, one of my favorite cricketers. 
he's on up his cleats, and so we wish him all the very best in retirement. Back to you, sir. And when are you going to retire? Huh? When are you going to retire from umpiring? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I, I, I just keep going like that um, battery man there. Energi- energizer, bunny. Energizer, Energy. just keep boom, 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 one step at a time. I want to, I want to be with you guys, man. You guys right. are good, 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 good. Especially Thank you so much. The, one, the, one, the only thing I don't like is, is the person who called the birthday. But he's very good at it. He's exceptionally good. But he's not my friend. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. Congratulations. Great job. Yay. You have some birthdays you want to share with us. Awesome. No, I, I, I think you had put me on mute, you know, because I was trying to say something, but I, 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 probably I was on mute. No, I don't have no birthday. But oddly, I heard him mention something. I think I heard you say Peter Siddle. And then you say Barbados. I'm not 100% sure. If somebody in Barbados no, named Peter, Peter Siddle. No, Peter, Peter Siddle had to be um, Australian, man. Yeah, because I think I heard you say Barbados. Yeah, so the, I was the, wondering. The, the, players was... Before that, the players before that is from, must be from Barbados. Oh, okay. okay. But so how come no you don't have any birthdays? How come you next don't have... Week, your... I do have one for next week. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So you so can how... next week and this week. You can do it this week and next week. No problem. Well, I can say because what, what one of my sisters she's celebrating her birthday on the twenty seventh. So I gotta make sure I call her so she can hear me wish her a happy birthday because I never really that one I never really um I know she was born in November but I know, never know which date in November so I had to ask her. Okay. Uh, and you know is, you know how we do you know how we do it. You, 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 you celebrate for the entire month for a day just celebrate for the entire month. Okay, good. The one is six months older than me, and that's my shortest sister. <laughs> like that description. Tomorrow is the birthday of um, the assassination of President Kennedy. Oh, no. Sad event. I, I, I did not go yeah. back and look on the, on the date for that. Okay. Sorry. Let me, um, November twenty second. That's right. You said yeah. Richardson. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. You said Richardson. Um, debut was what date? When Richard Richardson. Yes. Twenty fourth. You said. Eighty three. You said right. Um. The, no. The twenty fourth. Yes. Twenty fourth. Okay. Yeah, I'll make sure India. I'll make sure I send a message. 1983 versus India. 1983, okay. I'll make sure I send a message. I was talking to him today, but I'll make sure I send a message when that comes up. Okay. Thank you. You can, get him right. back. you can get him back here shortly. How about you, Cardinal? I thought he wanted to come up. Come in. Come on in, Cardinal. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit. I'll make sure of a little thing. I just want to convey some thoughts to my daughter. Mm. A mother would be would have been celebrating a birthday today, but mm. she died earlier earlier this year. Mm. So, you know, I know she's gonna still have a moment to think about it. So I I just wanted to convey my thoughts to her. Yeah. Um, and to my son, who would have been tomorrow would have. 
made um, 18 years. So the, uh, the 18th anniversary of his departure from this planet, uh, November 21st, 2003. So my daughter has that kind of a mixed celebrating uh, of her mother. Um, we would have been celebrating about it tomorrow, I should say today, and her brother, who also died today. So she got no academic celebration. Cardinal, is that um, Tasha? Tasha, yeah. You know something? I saw her today. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at Small World. I saw her today. I haven't seen her for a long, long time because the team was playing in the final. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, you know. Okay. So that, that. Uh, How about anybody else? David or, or Ivor, you guys want to share any birthdays with us? Oh, and I, and I, and I want, also want to say happy birthday to, to my friend Kathleen okay. over in St. Thomas who's celebrating her birthday today as well. Yeah. I shall anybody, anybody else want to come in? I just want to just take this opportunity to remember my my one and only son, Justin. He would have been forty three years old, man, today. Oh wow, wow, wow. Lots of lots of great. Yes, man. Twenty six. Great. Yeah. Tell you this guy well, his mother is not able to celebrate his at least remember his uh, passing, but it goes a long, long way. Uh, I thought he would have been putting me down below the in the grave, but life is not that. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Shall we move on? Let's play a happy birthday for all the wonderful persons. Um, Birthdays and then we'll move from Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday to you and you and you and you and you happy birthday all right so hey just before we go we just want to say uh we love having you listening to us we just want to say thanks for 
um, been an audience listener for over the year. And for those who are listening for the first time, yes, we are right here on blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. And uh, every Sunday, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time. And Tuesday evenings, you can join Mr. Francis uh, along with just listening to Mason and guests from out of Barbados from uh, this time of the year when it's, it's changed, it's 5.15 to 7 o'clock. When it's changed around again, it's 6.15 on to 8 o'clock. And of course, on Saturday mornings, the quick show entertainment hour from 9 until 12 o'clock with the Ivy Henry host along with Leon and Cardinal and the rest of the crew. So join us. On, of course, and when we have special events like today, cricket and other things. All right, so just tell your friends, and we just want to shout out, give a shout out to all our friends over in the Caribbean. Shout out for all the friends in Australia, in India, in England, any part of the world, wherever you are, we are happy to have you and keep on spreading the news about the cricket show. So this has been. The Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week when once again we'll do it all over, God willing. The Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Leon? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Audley. Very well put together. Thank you so much. And those of you who haven't heard, the South Florida Cricket Alliance T20 finals was played today at the Central Broward Regional Park and Tropical United. They are the champions. In, 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 for, in, for, in Fort Lauderdale? In the lovest... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's the only place you know. I, I, I want to see a bird that is sleeping. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. I want to see a bird that is sleeping. I did that deliberately. Mistake. I would not make a grave mistake of that. We just no, we just we just suspend you for six weeks. Yeah, I did that deliberately, man. I want to know if you're, you're still up. <laughs> but on, 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 on the more brighter side, Tropical United, they defeated the what, the the um, Fort St. Lucie, scores in a match where Tropical United score 159 for four from 17.5 overs, and when the in the uh, Port St. Lucie batted, they could only muster 122 for three, They're losing by 41 runs. Commentaries were brought com- were brought by us, and Ivor Henry did a marvelous job in providing the commentary. And I, I'll have to listen. I'll have to listen to that um, during during the week. Of course, I, I I was out. I was at work and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Why it was 17 points? Sorry, why it was 17 points something? Because uh, rain came uh, down. Rain, rain, so rain, rain came rain, down, rain. and then I stopped it at that point, yeah. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for that. Yes, indeed. And we, we were, and after we started, a number of, of persons came on, and we were happy to talk to them. West Indies, gentlemen, that's going to be our topic again, because West Indies, Started their match against Sri Lanka, and who won the toss? I don't know, but whoever won the toss, right. Sri Lanka won, won the toss. Lanka. I'm okay. excited about yeah. And uh, Mr. Francis, be, yes, sir. Before you go into that, uh, something I just saw on I think YouTube with 
something with Pakistan, the pace bowler, what's his name there? Some kind of um, behavior on the field or something like that he was sent off. Um, Internet, internet match. Um, what's no. his name? Um, Afridi. Afridi? No, 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 no. He's a respectable person, man. No, um, the one that I was put up his hand up in the air when he got a wicket, man. Um, the pace bowler. Um, oh man, I just saw it a while ago. Um, for Pakistan. You sure not say it, Afridi? No, 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 Hassan Ali. Hassan Ali. Yes, Hassan Ali. Yes, Hassan Ali. Yes. Ali. Yeah. Okay. He dropped the catch in the in the final vital catch in the final. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something between. Something. Some kind of behavior on the field today with him. Mm. Something. I just was going through the phone. And he said something oh, with some behavior and, and a bit. Oh, I thought you had know something did. about that. They might have given him the heat because he dropped that such a vital catch in that final. No, 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 no. It's a game. He, they're playing against Bangladesh. No, I think I, I, was, I was trying to listen to it, but mm-hmm. it was a news. It was it was over the news itself. Was they were talking about it, so I had to shut it down because I was on the ear at the same time and it was coming through. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, well, so that's why Leon, we'll... that's why Leon had to mute you because. We heard something was going on, like <laughs> so. So that yeah. was her, yeah. No, 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 no. That, 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 that other night before, yeah. that wasn't me. <laughs> 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 you, you, hey, you pulling, you, you pulling off a shaggy, I mean, no, it wasn't me. Eh? No, it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, folks, go and, 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 and listen to the, the commentary of the match today. Just. Let me go on. West Indies batted first, not West Indies, but Sri Lanka batted first. And the end of the first day, Sri Lanka were 267 for three, which uh, Kato Ratni, he's 132 not out. And uh, De Silva, he is 56 not out. Partnership must have been over 100, I assume. But in any case, let's talk about the two games. Those of you who want to comment on the South Africa, the South Florida cricket finals, you can just go ahead again, or anyone who wants to talk about the Sri Lanka West Indies. What has, what is, why was Roach left out in, and not play today? Anybody knows? I was don't know. I wondered too. Uh, this morning, this morning, um, I woke up. Um, when, when I, I remembered that the West Indies play, and 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 I searched and, uh, until I, f- I found it, I was watching it, and uh, then um, I was wondering what happened to Roach. Is Roach sick or something? Because Roach is our number one, is, is number one when it comes to our pace bowlers, right? I I, I always say Roach and who is play, who is going to play with Roach, you know. And so I, I don't I, I don't get any news I, I don't know if it, if there's any so I make sure when when I saw he was not on the he was not in, in the eleven he was not on the on the field I say wait I, I check the squad and I, I I saw where yeah he's still a part of the squad and stuff like but I I don't know I don't know I don't know why he's not playing uh, I would really like to know myself did he did he go to did he go to Sri Lanka at all. Yes, yeah, he's in the, the squad. Point. I just said that. Yeah. He's in the squad. Yeah. He's in the squad. Okay. Um, in the yep. Well, in the, in, the, in the speculative preview, 
the toss-up was between Jamal Warwick and, and the other fast bowler, uh, what's his name, Graves. Is it Graves? Seal. Seal. Um, Seal? Yeah. Huh? Seal. 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 Yeah, the toss-up Cornwall. was between Seal. Cornwall and, 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 and Wa- Warwick. And Warwick. Yeah. So no, when Cornwall I saw Warwick the field, I never seen the rest of the I never seen the rest of the play two spinners in, in a oh, test match. Oh, oh, oh. Hold, 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 hold. Hello, one, time, one at a time. Go ahead, Mr. Mr. McKenzie. Go ahead. Make your point. We have Dennis waiting for you. I never see us playing two spinners in a test match. Yeah, the They bowled four spinners in the, in the test match today. They bowled four, right? But because um Miles Miles and, and also um Cornwall. Not Cornwall, not Cornwall the regular and Warrington, Warrington, Cornwall, Bradwich. And our tall guy there, man. Rask and Chase. Chase. Yeah. How about Dennis yeah, yeah. Dennis is um yeah. very go ahead, Dennis, come on in. Yes, I Leon, we we gave a cap to a new, new, uh, Jeremy Salonzio. Uh, Salonzio. Alonzio. What Alonzio. is he a spin bowler? No, he's an opening batsman. Opening batsman. He's an opening batsman. Okay, but if we remember, oh, thank you. If we remember before um, the tour started, the coach had said that we were going to Sri Lanka and therefore it was incumbent upon us to provide spinners against the Sri Lankans. So yes. they, may, they may have left Kimar Roach out in order to bring in another spinner, although it was, uh, they said, touch and go between Roach and... Uh, and uh, Warrican. The, not Warrican, the other opening bowler last night. Who got Cornwall. Not Cornwall. Gabriel. 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 Gabriel, Gabriel, and Gabriel did not bow so well, in my opinion. So I was wondering if it's because of the. Um, I was wondering if it was because of the uh, effort to bring in more spin bowler. Why uh, we had, uh, thank you. Why we had, uh, um, why Kimar Roach was not uh, brought in because we've got Roach, uh, we've got Cornwall. Who is the other? Um, Holder. Warwick Warwick and holder. Warwick holder. Holder. But the whole point is Chanel Gabriel hardly finished a match without being injured. So why would you choose Gabriel over Roach? Thank you. Well, I think it's because they are obviously uh, thinking that he has a better, what dare I call it, uh, control. Because I, I, I certainly saw him the opening ball and I was not impressed with his with his performance because he was not you know, was bowling wide down the leg stump and down outside the off stump. He outside really wasn't stump, yeah. performed. You know, I, I didn't think, I was not at all impressed. And uh, maybe at the end of the day we will not be impressed. But mm-hmm. the, the ground itself looked very small to me. Did anybody get that uh, impression? No, I didn't see the match, so I can't but I, I imagine. It appeared, and the commentators themselves were saying that uh, 369 runs was like the average first inning total at this particular ground. So, 
it sort of agreed with my observation that the ground is small and therefore you are pushing and the ball coming off the bat, which would easily have been a, 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 no, a one run, was going through for four easily. So that's a, But I've never heard of this new guy who was capped. Does anybody have any? Yes, that makes sure of us. I know, I, I know of him, and I question his inclusion into the Leeward Island side on a radio show once, and they said huh. the guy's good. Yeah, he, he played for the Leeward Islands. Well, but is there yes, other but, than but, he's, but he's from Trinidad. Trinidad, yes, he's a Trinidadian, yes. And that's why, yeah, but that's what? why wait a moment, this, this thing is getting too, you, you can see, the blind man can see that the players that are being picked, the name is spelled with T. I don't know if you know what the T stands for. <laughs> Trinidad, Trinidad. Country or rather than because of t- talent. That's how it seems. That's how it seems. That's how it seems. Right. Well, that'll be our that'll be eyes, man. I tell you, I, I, I can't, I can't see it anywhere else. Anywhere else. This road has been our, unless he has some niggles that we don't know about. Well, like no, the, the commentators did not suggest there was anything wrong with him because they focused the cameras on him sitting in the, uh, well, wherever it is, they were sitting in the stands, and he didn't appear, and they did not suggest that there was anything wrong with him. So I, I'm assuming that maybe they are picking players because of, territory rather than because of ability, and that's going to be our downfall if we start doing that. That's what that's what the impression I get. I might be wrong, but the impression I get, you know what I mean? And it happens with the T20 and the ODI the same way. You know, so and now seeing it blatantly with the test squad. Come on guys, wake up. We we need we need we need better than this. We can't go back to the days when they were used to leave out players on the Leeward Islands and those guys were far better than some of these guys that are representing the West Indies. So anybody else has anything to say? Because it, it yes, I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm a bit um, complex uh, about uh, about having more than two spinners in, 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 in Sri Lanka. That it's um, not two, I don't it's think four. I've ever seen it's two. Of it's not two, it's four. Bigger because I don't think I would want to see where it comes uh where can our Cornwall one should go? Because I didn't. The wicket wasn't taking. The wicket wasn't taking spin. So why put in two spinners? Plus you have some other guys who can turn the arms over. We didn't need that. Something really My, went wrong there. Mister McKenzie. Mister McKenzie. Before before we before the team was selected, um, right. as um, Dennis Coach. reminded us. Uh, the coach emphasized that going to Sri Lanka, they need right. to have some a batch of spinners because that, that's how the pitches play down there. So as, right. as Mr. Ivor Henry would always say, horses for courses, right? So they need to have spinners. Um, and I, I don't know if they need to, well, Chase came in. Uh, Chase is, is, uh, for the, the, the little part of the match that I watched, uh, uh, when I saw the spinner, Chase was the most effective of the, of the spinners that I saw. 
You know, he, 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 it's, it's, that ball, when he bowled, it's been much, much more than, more than when Cornell bowled. As I say, I missed a hole. Uh, it's just the last, it just the last, the last session. Uh, I, I watched the last session because I, I was, I was doing other, other stuff and uh, I fell asleep. When I woke up, no, I, I, I put it to, um, I, I, I put turn to test cricket. But um, for the little I saw, right, as I say, I missed the first two sessions. But the most effective of the spin bowlers were really, really chase. Was really chase. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I anybody, agree with you, Audley. Anybody? Go ahead. Let's welcome Simon. Okay. Simon uh, is, go ahead. Go ahead, Audley. Go ahead, um, Cardinal. No. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the team selection, first of all, shows some grave mistakes that West Indies cricket and its administrators are making in terms of its selection approach. Um, I remember, let me take, let me take um, Gabriel, for instance. Gabriel made his debut in England, I think under the captaincy of Darwin Sammy. And he did pretty well. He had to leave the tour having suffered a, a stress fracture mm-hmm. in his back. He came back, and Gabriel was not, he had a lot of pace, but he could not maintain his line and length as effectively as it should. Someone got him back on track. And I, and I want to think that was when Kirtley Ambrose was the bowling coach. Up till this, I think either when England or Sri Lanka was in the West Indies, Gabriel set himself among the great players of Western, the, the great uh, history of West Indian fast bowlers. When he took, what, 13 wickets for, you know, in, in, in a match? Yeah. So here we have a Gabriel going back to the old formula of spraying the ball all over the place. He has the pace. The young man bowls really quick. But fast bowling doesn't bother um, batsmen unless you do something with the ball along with the pace that causes them some, some concern. Bowl the ball under the ribs, put it up in the face, and things like that. Gabriel has the kind of pace to do that, but he's not doing it. Now, here is where... We have, been, we have been told that Mr. Mr. Um, Simmons wants a more technical bowling coach. Well, what is this technical bowling coach doing about Shannon Gabriel, who has the kind of pace and we know has the capacity to pick up wickets on, on, on any kind of surface? So whether we're here talking about a spin-friendly surface or not, Gabriel can take, pick up wickets on any kind of surface. But what we're doing, we're wasting him. The other bad, you know, selection decision, you've got somebody like O'Shane Thomas. O'Shane Thomas. O'Shane Thomas would have made, with that kind of pace that he has, he would have made a perfect partner for Gabriel, even on these wickets here in Sri Lanka. If you can get them to bowl the kind of and uh, uh, form the kind of partnership that Walsh and Ambrose formed that 
the four prong under Clyde Lloyd form hunting peers. But you've decided, no, we're going to keep Hushin Thomas out there, you know, as a 2020 fast bowler. And we're going to have him have his mind set in a place where he can only bowl four overs at a time. No, that's a waste of talent. That's a waste of resources. This kind of approach that, 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 that the administrators are taking. You, you, you know, you, you, you throw these guys into the ring. You see what kind of performance they can give you on the test level, the highest level of the game. And, and you work from there. Because if you can produce that kind of bowling at, and, and pick up wickets, you know, at the 2020 level, he should be able to do it and do the same thing at the test level. What's the difference? The other pick, again, we're talking about spinners. I think one of the best spinners that we've got in the Caribbean right now is the guy, um, uh, Allen, Fabian Allen. The yeah, young man, you look at him bold. But he's injured. Wicked. But he's injured. He, he, he's, no, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking about the okay. pigeon holding. Because even okay. if he wasn't injured, you would have still been carrying Parmal ahead of him. Parmal bowls one way. Parmal doesn't trouble anybody. He bowls quick. And he bowls some, some sharp leg breaks. That's all he does. You don't see Parmal with no, no variation. That young man there, Fabian Allen, he varies his pace. He varies his spin. He straightens the ball. He gives you the arm ball. He has variation like crazy. But yet, hold him up. He could only play 20-20 cricket. So Fabian Allen is now in the mindset, I could only bowl four overs in any match I play. How are you going to transform him to, to, to test, cricket, test cricket now? And those are the kind of foolish decisions that our administrators are making and depriving West Indies cricket of the kind of talent, of the kind of resources that it should have available to play cricket, test cricket on an international level. Why are you pigeonholing this guy? The other thing is that Jeremy Salazano is not, does not give me the impression that he's ready to play cricket at this level. Yes, he's being drafted in this. This reminds me of when um, Michael Holding was completely telling West Indies uh, administrators that what's the young man's name? Um, Marshall, Xavier Marshall. Michael Holding continues to tell him, look, Xavier Marshall is not ready for this level. Let the young man mature. Oh, no. They didn't listen. They forced him in there. And I remember when last when Marshall made his last test inning, Michael Holden said, look at that young man. He could have been such a great prospect. And he's walked away from this wicket, dragging his behind him, a dejected and defeated young man. And it did not need to be this way. And they continue to say, Wally, that brings us to our knees right now. Look at Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is changing. Sri Lanka is growing. Sri Lanka is building. They're trying different things. And, and, and soon they're going to stabilize. We haven't got back to the days when we had our Sangakara and Jaya, Jaya Warden and those, those kind of guys. 
But you can see that Sri Lanka is building towards that. What are we doing? We are pigeonholing people and yes. not allowing West Indies team to build. West Indies team is in the T10 10 tournament. West Indies teams, players, all them India. But anyway, somebody was trying to get in, but I don't know who it is. Can you tell me who somebody was shouting from the back? Can you? Yeah, I heard somebody was saying, hello, hello. Yeah, hello. I could hear that. And I know, so many people on the board, I, I just don't know who they are. Maybe it's Miss, Mr. McKenzie, was it you? Or was it? Okay. Or it might have been Simon. Simon, come on in, sir. I'm here to come in, yes. And, and a good evening to you. Mr. President Leon, good evening, Dennis. Good evening, Cardinal. Virgil, Mr. Patel. Ivor Henry, good evening to you. Mr. Mackenzie, good evening to you. And all of our listeners all over the world who turn in to listen to us every Sunday night to learn so much about this great game of cricket. And I must say, Jetna and and Murtry. And Virgil, Virgil. Virgil also. The Cardinal was brilliant a while ago. And I said maybe one day they would make Cardinal the manager of West Indies team. And we can Oh, that would be something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm not going to put it over you. Because you, you seem to know the game very well. You know what is working and, and what's not working. And, um, you know, like I said on the show all the time, I say to... Ivor, I say to Cardinal, I say to everybody, uh, we have to be realistic. No team is going to be on top all the time. It goes in stages. West Indies were on top. They had their time being on top for about 14 years. England on their top. Australia. Now is India. And there uh, is going to come a time when uh, maybe in my grandchildren's time, Zimbabwe would be number one. <laughs> but but uh, that's how it is. In cycles. You know? West Indies take too long to come back up, man. That's what they take too long. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid going to school, and my parents, my father, always shouting about um, uh, Len Hutton and. Washbrook and all these men. I said, what are these men shouting so much about? Now, then, then it comes West Indies' turn for 14 years, then Australia. Now India's ruling now. It's going to go in cycles. It's just going all around. But like you said, it's taking us too long to get back up there. You know. Leon, and, um, quick, can I ask a quick question, Mr. Mr. Simon? Yes. And the question yes. is a Californian, I think, out of Trinidad, and... Uh, it wasn't to do with the cricket, but I, I'm going to apply it to cricket. Should we abandon ship or should we stay on it when it comes to the West Indies? Should we abandon yeah, it? Yeah. Captain, the ship yeah. is sinking. Yeah. Remember? Yes. Yes, I remember that song. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm happy to be with you, gentlemen and ladies. One moment. Let's hear Talking about this great game. Uh, Simon, hold a while. Hold a while. Dennis wants to say something before you come in. Okay. What? Well, that question about cycles, uh, Simon, unfortunately, it doesn't have to go that way if you have proper management and proper administrators. We obviously know that some of our own So we should have had plenty of time to be grooming so that as one older player moves out, we have a newer one coming in. 
And yes. therefore, it's bad management and it's bad coaching. We are yeah. subjecting ourselves to, and I've said it. You got to move from the slot machine. You're leaving us some You got to move from that slot machine. It is contagious. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It just yeah. <laughs> you attract the signal from your phone. The slot machine. Oh. <laughs> All right. Dennis, let me ask yes. you and Cardinal, uh, what, do you think yes. that, what do you think that we are doing wrong? I'm going to say we, West Indian. What do you think we are doing wrong? Well, I, I, I think that we are just, we, we have the wrong approach when it comes to coaching. We have all those seasoned, skilled professionals who saw us through the great period. And I think that those guys should have been co-opted into doing more hands-on coaching. Also, we selected coaches who does not have what it takes to pass on the skills and the ability and the technique to our players. We have a Shannon Gabriel last night spraying all over the place. New crossovers. Yeah. And he's dribbling yeah. wide down the leg stump or wide outside the off stump. Nobody attacking the stump. That is the yeah. problem. The coaching is bad. Let's see yeah. what Cardinal has to say. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, well, um, yeah, Simon, Dennis. Simon, 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 mm. Simon. Let, let Cardinal come in. Okay, Cardinal. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm asking Cardinal, what do you think that we are doing wrong yes, as West Indians? You heard me, Simon, Simon, you oh. heard you. Let him answer. He, hear the question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, I, I would think the only captain that I, I, I know of who implemented the, the, the principles of Sir Frank Warren was Clive Lloyd. No other captain or administrator since that has, done, has attempted to do the same thing. Now, Clive Lloyd... When he retired as captain, he said, I'm going to turn over this captaincy to Mr. Viv Richards. Clive Lloyd is a leader of men. He has demonstrated that. And so West Indies Cricket responded by saying, that is not going to happen again. You understand? Even though Richards was a captain, was a successful captain, to the point that Clive Lloyd, Viv Richards, and Frank Worrell are the only three West Indian captains who, who won three times as many test matches as the last. Okay. So when Clyde Lloyd left, West Indian administrators began to say, it's not going to happen again. The, the captain up to that point was the chief administrator of West Indies cricket performance. We didn't hear about um, board president and all that until Jeff Stolmeyer spoke up. We didn't even know who Jeff Stolmeyer was. Okay? Yeah. Until yeah. Jeff Stolmeyer spoke up and, and was trying to oppose Clive Lloyd with respect to the cricket team that he had cultivated, the cricket culture that Clive Lloyd has cultivated. We saw the disappearance of a lot of the parochialism that was, 
you know, eating away at West Indies cricket. We see a lot, at the disappearance a lot of a, a, a lot of the insularity under under Clive Lloyd, even though some of it was still there. But in addition to that, subsequent Richard Richardson's, I should say, even during Richard 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 Richardson's captaincy, after um, with Richards, we see. The the, uh, the the board, the administrative authorities begin to harbor and mollycoddle disrespect to West Indies cricket. So we start things going downwards from there. And it has gotten worse over the years. So even though we su- survived insularity, parochialism, poverty, ridicule, when you add the disrespect of the players to West Indies cricket that we have now, you know, West Indies cricket cannot survive that. And it cannot rebound with that lack of respect for West Indies cricket in, in its place. It can never happen. When you have players coming in and they are not showing the, the players the players who came after people who wanted to play cricket for West Indies usually have one of these former players to admire a youngster when he was in the fourth grade told me I'm going to bowl faster than Andy Roberts that's the kind of passion you had and respect you had for West Indies players look at this current you know generation of players they're showing so much disrespect to the people who laid mm-hmm. the legacy, the people who carved out that legacy. When a Chris Gale can come and say, he don't he can't have no respect for Courtney Ambrose because Courtney Ambrose made a comment. Courtney Ambrose had has made his claim to be a legend at 400 wickets the man have under his belt. When I'm, somebody like Phil Simmons is going to tell me, with that kind of skill, we have players Bowlers and batsmen all over the world have such great respect for Courtly Ambrose, and he has decided to come in and offer what he has to better West Indies cricket. And Phil Simmons going to tell me, I'm going to dispose of it with a simple excuse, poor excuse. I want somebody more technical. What the hell does that mean? That is the root of disrespect to a legend. You understand? And we can't yeah. come back from that. The passion to you. play for West Indies, the pride to play, to play for West Indies. Gary yeah. Sobers made a statement the other day. You could see the man crying, mm-hmm. saying that pride that we had to play for West Indies, to honor the Maroon, is no longer with us. Curtly mm-hmm. Ambrose said it sometime earlier, that we should never get back there because we have lost that essence of pride and respect for the legacy of West Indies cricket. This, this generation does not have it. And so I you can fight all you want. Holy thoughts. Holy thoughts there, folks. Holy thoughts. Okay, go ahead. Um, Simon, your question to the panelists. Oh, is uh, Are you finished? Your question for the panelists. You got your answer, didn't you? Too good. No, I was, I was asking if he was finished, what I was saying. No, yes, I'll just make a, a comment there before I get my question in. 
Um, Cardinal, what you are saying, all that, um, suppose Sobers probably, I'll say, in my opinion, the best cricketer ever lived. If Sobers went to your high school in Antigua and said to a sixth grader, I want you to do A, B, C, D, and so on, can that kid do it? Answer me. Can he do it? Yes. Well, would that kid know who Sobers is? Yes, right. Yeah, I know. Whether or not he can do it and will do it depends on whether he knows who Gary Sobers is. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying, can he do it? Sobers telling him, I want you to drop the ball outside the awesome and bring it back onto his pads and do it all the time. Keep doing that all the time. Can that sixth grader do it? I'm asking you. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Well, he will listen to him more so than some other people. Right. If he knows who he is. Because mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm trying to drive, get to you is, uh, you're telling a man to do something that he doesn't have the talent to do. He cannot do it. So mm-hmm. when you are saying all these things about West Indies cricket, is going backwards and going, but if, if men if, don't have the talent like Sobers, Butcher, Kanai, Chandapal, so they don't so have that talent. Why do we employ like someone who can't do it? Who, who can't do it? Why are we employing um, someone who can't do it? He's supposed to be able to do that. But it shouldn't be at that stage that when you're at test level that a guy is supposed to be teaching. But you don't have the skill. You don't have the skill, Mr. President. You don't have that skill. Simon, Simon, let me, let me say this. Brian Lara is not the most talented cricketer I have ever seen on a cricket field. Okay. Let me say that straight up. You're right. You understand? Yeah. But his passion for the yeah. game caused him to build he had a someone who put the record. records that he got better records. One of the most talented players that you see on a, I've ever seen anywhere Carl Steve Waugh, Carl, any one of them. One of the most talented cricketers I've ever seen anywhere on any cricket field is Carl Hooper. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say that without water in my mouth, and I'm going to say but that in a way that I ain't going to take it back. Mm-hmm. But his numbers are not there. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, to back so it we up. can talk about talent with one. All right. Okay, Simon, yeah. give, us your, give us your question. Go ahead, Quickly, okay, uh, okay. Quickly, but, uh, Dennis, quickly, let Dennis come in quickly, Dennis. To hear Cardinal explain that to me. Okay, okay um, ladies and gentlemen, question oh, for tonight is. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait a moment, there, Simon, please, please. Let me just get Dennis out of it, so he's in a, a situation that he can't all the time. Go ahead, Dennis. Simon was saying you can't teach talent to somebody who doesn't have the talent, but Simon, the premise is wrong. The West Indies would have, they have 19 on the 19, you know, youth. That means if they were selected at under 19 to play for the West Indies, they know how to play cricket. And if you get a good season skill player. You're in and out, though, Dennis. You're in and out. You're gone. Okay. Okay, Simon, your question. Okay, yeah, that's the third time now. Okay, ladies, gentlemen, uh, question for tonight, and uh, we're going to come back to discussion. 
what was the highest score in test cricket? I'm saying, what was the highest total score Bangladesh scored against which team and for bonus points in what year? I repeat, the highest score Bangladesh scored in test cricket against which team and in what year? What's the highest score Bangladesh scored? What the highest total, score Bangladesh Total score, score yeah, right. in one innings. 752 for, 752 for 3. Okay. In 1987. <laughs> yeah. And again. And again. Yeah, I know. Virgil wasn't born yet. So that's Simon, all right. <laughs> Simon, 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 let me answer the question for you. And against Zimbabwe. Yes. Okay. I'm guessing. I'm guessing I don't have, have the old computer brain. Anybody okay, else come I... on? Quickly in, come on. Who, who first? Simon, Virgil, you want to answer the question? Nope. <laughs> 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 yes, Virgil, you can guess. I don't want to answer that question either. Yes, no, yes, you can guess. Um, uh, Audley, come on, let's move on. Audley, you want to answer the question? I know that Bangladesh could, um, that could be in the Bangladesh play the first test match 2000. So, um, okay, the, that's the this time yeah. would be wrong. Mm. Yeah. So, um, okay, I, I think it, it, it's 500 and something. I, I, I don't know. Give me a number. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody that didn't look it up. Who knows often? Because I don't know. I just guess. Hey, Anybody Google, what's the high, I just guess. What's the high no, school, no, Google? No, 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 Google this year. You disqualified. <laughs> On the Google, what's the high score? <laughs> who else? Who wants to come in? Anybody wants to come in with a guess? Guess the answer. Simon, tell us the answer. Oh, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't hear from um, Mr. McKenzie. Is he with us? No, I no, he's strike. He's strike. He take the fifth. He take the fifth. He take the fifth. I think it was a six hundred runs total or something like that. I'm not too sure. And maybe, about, maybe, uh, just, maybe just the nose. That's what about Ivor? Ivor? He, he's on, but I don't think he's in a position to talk. He's okay, uh, give Jetna okay. Jet a, a crack at it. Mr. Patel always gets the answers right. I <laughs> uh, was on earlier on before you came on. What, the, what was the question? I, I, I joined a little bit late. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, uh, good evening to you, Jetna. And you. how are you and the family doing? Uh, doing fine. How about you, sir, and everybody? Very good. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Very good. Thanks. Okay. Uh, my what, question what for you. Question? My question for the panelists was: What's the highest total Bangladesh scored in one innings against which team, and for bonus points, in what year? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to say six twenty-one. I'm going to say six twenty-one and and uh, two thousand seven. And against which team? Uh, do you answer ready, right? <laughs> uh, I said, no, no, I just said it, six something, so I, that's my definite answer. What's a guess still? No, it's a guess. I have no idea. I'll give him a second chance. Okay. 
Anybody else want to try? I'm sorry, but I don't know the answer. Ah. You're not alone. You're not alone. Simon, just remind everyone that we're inside the line. My husband is here, but he doesn't know either. Yeah, my husband is here, but he doesn't know either. That's surprising. So tell your husband he would learn something tonight. Uh, Mr. President, you want me to release release my answer? Go right ahead. Okay. And Uh, Bangladesh scored highest total in test cricket, one innings. 638 runs against Sri Lanka in 2012-2013. I repeat, okay. Bangladesh scored the highest total 638 versus Sri Lanka in this year 2012-2013. Right. Uh, so I say 621. Uh, so I wasn't too far. <laughs> yeah, you're always close, but okay. Mr. Patel always gets the answers. Mr. Simon, I just, I just, get, I just get, I just get back, so I will, I just get back, so my answer is six thirty-seven against Sri Lanka. <laughs> good, good try, good try, good job. Okay, so folks, we yeah. I was to... trying to get in that we are in the Lawrence Yagaro. Always five minutes after eight, usually eight o'clock. Between eight and nine, it's the Lawrence Yagaro hour. So Amen. we are inside that here Amen. right now. Okay. 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 Thank, Thank you for reminding us. Who wants to ask Simon a question for, for the panel? From the panel, who wants to ask Simon a question? Come on, Burgess. Come um, on, Simon. Okay, let me ask him. Who we? Who who team West Indies is playing against right now? Oh no! Come on. Okay. Uh, you're talking about Test cricket. You're talking about yes. 2020. Yes. You're talking about Test 50 cricket. overs. What you're talking cricket. about? Test cricket. Test cricket right now. Yes. I have to say the only one that could be playing against right now would be Sri Lanka. Wow! Oh, oh, you get something right the first time. <laughs> Okay, um, Mr. Francis, the, yes, the, the stuff I was telling you about, they said um, ICC rep, reprimand um, Hassan Ali, Ali inappropriate yeah, oh. send-off to one one of the opposing um, players, which, yeah, which okay. they said it was he, um, Hassan Ali was found to breach Article 2.5 of the ICC <laughs> Code of Conduct. Did, did, did they give him the salute like Marlon Samuel? Yeah. <laughs> What, whatever it is, let me tell you something. Whatever it is, sometimes I think he go overboard and he like he have this arrogantness inside of him. And to me, those kind of things should be out of cricket. I don't care what nobody said. People trying to um get you off track or what. No, you have the bat and you have the ball. You do what you gotta do. I do what I gotta do. But this kind of behavior have to stop completely. I I love the salute. I I love the salute. <laughs> I love you the mean? salute. You should be charged for that. Patrick, like, like a guard of honor, salute the gentleman yeah. as he walk up. Yeah, but yeah. It's, just, it's just verbal thing what he was saying and some other thing, you know. So those things, you know, you can't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking you, about you. you just yeah, I'm calling what Samuel did. The salute, yeah. Marlon Samuel. Let's welcome back Jason. He's back. Back with a bang. Oh. They, they didn't talk to us. Westin. 
let's go back to West Indies. We haven't finished West Indies yet, right? Jetin, you're back. Okay, he's still Yes, I can, I can ask uh, Simon. There's a quick question on history. And I know we have another person on panelist who always go behind uh, cricket history in U.S. So here is a puzzle. Did the USA had a chance to become an ICC member before the West Indies or not? Um, my answer right off my head now, I would say yes. Had a chance, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you recall the year or situation? No, no, but like I Like West just... Indies joined ICC in 1928. Okay. And I know um, America was playing long before that, back in the 18-something. I don't know the exact year. It was 1909 when the ICC formed the Confederation. And at that point, they declined the USA to become a member because it was all British colonial system at that point. And they said no to USA. And that's why USA did not become member, and that can hamper the big way in a game. And now the momentum is shifting after almost 112 years, the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was asking for you earlier on because I asked a question. I said only you would get that answer. On what? Oh, I don't know if the president wants me to repeat it. Yeah, go ahead then. Repeat it to him, because always, you always get the answers right. Okay. I asked the question is, what's the highest total that Bangladesh ever made in one innings against what team and bonus points in what year? Highest total I Bangladesh it's a ever made. 620 something. If it was 600 and low 20, 21, 22 something. I believe it's against Sri Lanka, and I think it's in uh, 2012-13 winter. How about that? Oh, you're very, very close. Very close. He's just a walking computer. So you gotta give, you gotta give him the away from Adley and give him the walking computer. Yes, I know. I It was the same test. Went into the draw. Yeah. And the Bangladeshi still celebrate the total as their highest ever total. After that, they never reached 600. Yeah, it was 638 <laughs> against Sri Lanka, 2012-2013. I told him that you okay. would get the answer. You were the closest. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm see you, you haven't let me down, but still, I'm going to give the title to Audley as the walking computer. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> We, we, you see how much we can learn from each other? Hey, hey Simon, Simon, no, yeah. no, I, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not about cricket, you would know. You're not alone. If you were about cricket, you would know. Welcome oh, to me. But um, Virgil didn't give me the answer. He asked me which team is Westin is playing against now. He, Virgil didn't give us the answer. You were right. That's what oh. he said. Okay. They're playing in Sri Lanka right now. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, you you should celebrate because that's the first time you ever get something right. So you should be celebrating. Oh. No, no. No, No, virgin. No, virgin. Now you see why I'm so happy to come on the show. (laughs) I learned so much from you men who game so well. And ladies too. 
It was not virgin, a game. Jeffrey knows of him very virgin, well, too. Virgin, take that back. Take that back, Virgil. Take that back. <laughs> I think no, no. Low blue. No, I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. You usually get something. You usually get oh, a, a three tries or whatever. So many times. <laughs> Mul- no, yeah. no, I'm here to learn. Multi, Simon, multi, um, Simon, I, I did. No, no, hold on, hold on. I did. I did not say that. It was a pocket call that did that. Yeah. I went up in my pocket, and the po- phone recorded that and said that to you. It was a pocket yeah. call. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's good. That's good. I like to be on the show to learn something about the game that I love so well, and uh, you never disappoint me. I learned so much. Uh, Cardinal is very quiet. I haven't heard from Cardinal. Yeah. Cardinal has been very lively. I don't know wh- where you were. I don't know at the time at that time. Yeah, because he was very lively early on when I came on, and he was um, telling us. I, and I, I made him the um, the selector of the West Indies team. Mm-hmm. Simon, I'm, 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 I'm here. Simon, job, I'm yeah. And and you know Cardinal, would, you know who Cardinal would pick for his eleven. He would start with Sobers, Kanai, Butcher. Hunt, um, those two Barbadian openers, Haynes and Greenwich, <laughs> those, those, those his team. Those are Cardinals' team. <laughs> uh, so what would be yours, Simon? What would be yours, uh, Simon? Your, your two openers. My, all, my all-time team for West Indies or for West Indies? Yes. Well, on the number one pick, I have to go with Sobers. Number one pick. Would be first on my team. No, you pick a team, Simon. Simon, this is how you pick a team. You pick an opener. You pick a middle of the batsman. I'm, I'm picking Sobers first. Pick then I'm coming down the line, and, and my opening batsman would be Haynes and Greenwich. And I'm coming down the line, and Conrad Hunt. Then I'm coming down the line. Still there, Hall and Griffith are my fast bowlers. And if one of those can't make it, I'm bringing it to Antigians, and and then my Number five batsman, I have to go to Richards from Antigua. And then I come down the line still with my spin bowler. I have to go with Gibbs. Mm-hmm. And I'm still coming down. I have another fast bowler from Jamaica called um, Michael Holding. And I'm coming down the line still. And I have to bring out uh, 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 I'll bring out a, a batsman there from Guyana. Did I mention Kanai already? No. Can I? No. Can I would be my he number three batsman. Okay. Right. Can yeah. I as number three? And you see, I'm going back in my age group now, you know. I'm not talking about you youngsters, you teenagers like Virgil and Audley and you teenagers. I'm going my <laughs> age group now. Okay. <laughs> okay, how, how many I've got so far? Eight so far there? And then I'll go to a, a, a spinner came out of Trinidad called Sonny Ramadan. And Valentine. How much a team is going to be made of? But yeah, that means they're going to play three <laughs> three spinners. Okay, I'll put thirteen, 13 in. Thirteen. A squad of just in case two get injured. Okay, oh. okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to my age group now. Yeah, I, I'll go with those. That will be my West Indies team. All-time yeah. team. That nobody in the world could beat that team. Nobody. If you can't get us out. We are going to get you out, and you can't bowl us out. We are going to beat you in batting. So I have a balanced team. A bowler, we have a fast bowlers that can do the job. We have the spinners, <laughs> Ramadan and Valentine, who can do the job for me. 
and have my opening batsman, Haynes and Greenwich. They can do the job for me. Hello, Leon. Yeah, right. okay, Dennis. Come on in, Dennis. Dennis is trying to get in. Yeah. I, got dropped, I got dropped earlier. I didn't get to finish my uh, retirement, which was that. If you, 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 call, the... you, call, your call is coming in and out to Dennis. I don't know if you can find a good I, spot. Because... No, well, I'm sorry because of my location. But at any rate, if mm. you picked one of these youths from today and you have a coach who tell him put it there and put it there, it will be, you know, the, that will be done. Right. At any rate. Now, going back to the the all-time West, I think it's impossible for us to ever pick a West Indian team simply because we've had so many great players over the the years that anyone you leave out, you would you be, you know, put a hole in your team. There are so many great players that I think it's impossible to actually pick any one team and say that's the all-time West Indian team. That's back to you. You know, when yeah. I pick a Dennis, when I pick an all-time team, I assume that all the, the players that I pick were at their peak, and that's how I go about it. All of them were at their peak, and run about run about 22, 20, 22 to twenty-six. You probably find most players. Wait, wait. Most players would be maturing at their best at that point. Some of them will go a little later, but the majority of players. When they reach age 23, they will be at their peak. And I say, assuming that all the players, even though they were born before, assume they were presently 23 years old, and you were to pick a Indies team. That's how I go about it. So go ahead. Okay. That, that makes sense. But nonetheless, when we talk of all-time great, we have to think about their production over the period that they came to our attention. And I think that it's almost impossible. I still maintain that it's almost impossible to do that because these guys were so good. All of them, every single one of them that we know played for over the years. It's back to you. But the big question that, that comes up to my mind, why can we not duplicate some of those great players? No. Because can you, can you, imagine, can you imagine that if you were to pick a a world team, nobody in the Western East would, have, would be even close to making the side in all three formats. Can you, can, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're talking about at this time now, Leon, at this time. Yes, I'm talking at this okay. time, at this present time. No player okay. that you can say stand out will demand a a, a command a position in any all-time team right presently from the Caribbean. Any that's, player from West? That's true. That's so true. that's where all 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 thing lies, man. And it goes back yeah. to the point that go back to the point we we can't even pick a good side to play. I don't know. We were talking about it before we left. Uh, we were talking about Westerners' performance in 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 the team that was picked. And we talk yeah, about... Can, can I, can I, when you finish, Leon, can I come in? When you go finish ahead. your point? Please. Go ahead, go ahead. I just finished my point. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been hearing the coach taking a lot of beatings. And believe me, I, I don't think the bowling performance of, of Shannon Gabriel or anybody else, um, but particularly Shannon Gabriel, was anything that, was co- that, 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 that he was coached by the coach. No. You know, so, so um, you can be a coach. And you coach your heart out. 
right? You 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 show all the mechanics. You, you show what they're supposed to, the, the, the players are supposed to keep the ball. You know, I I would assume. I remember when I when I was playing some cricket back back in school, and you know, and um, they would on the pitch they 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 they, they did a draft, and they show you like where if you want the ball, certain ball, you know where you should land, where the ball should land first. If you want to bowl the certain different different type of balls, and we were happy to know that because you know I, I, at that time I was I was bowling medium pace and you run up and bowl the ball and like it the, the way you grab the ball the, 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 you, the, 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 the way you hold the ball as well you know cause the ball to skid and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter how one is being coached right by the coach when game day comes. And the bowler go out there and start to spray all kind of nonsense. We turn our, and we turn around and blame the coach. You know, sometimes I'm not saying it, that um, sometimes it's not lack of coaching or they're not getting, you know. But but um, when they go out there, it doesn't matter what is happening. The coach cannot go and do the job for them. So when and, and that Simon was alluding to that, right? There are certain, there are certain, there are certain players, you know, that, that you know, after you, you reach a state, it's hard to really, not impossible, but some can, some can change. But I mean, these guys have it in 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 the head, like I'm gonna bowl as fast as I can, right? And instead of concentrating on on direction, I want to be right in this era. It's like when India and Australia were playing down under the last time year. And those guys were consistent just outside the afton, coming back into the body. It's not, it wasn't many balls that the players could leave alone. Because if you take the chance and do that, the ball could come back and, 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 and bowl, hit the upper or middle stop, right? So it's what they need, what they need to be doing if they're not doing it, I think. And even when they do that, when it comes to game day, they're still, they're still messing up. Bowling bowl at one pitch, just, just one stump. One stump, bowling at one stump. And that's what they, they need to be doing. But it seems as if Gabriel in particular is intimidated by the batsman. So he's bowling out to the, out to the end of the crease. I don't know how they don't call some of them wide. Allow the man to bat. Don't, give, don't waste the, the, the new ball. Right, just allow the guys just watch. They can just leave it and just watch him as him spray the ball all over the place. Be online as Cardinal um, alluded to earlier. You 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 want to be bowling at the stump at the body or something like that. Give the ball. You want something to you know you have some evasive action and stuff like that. But you just waste the whole ball and then we turn on and blame the coach. I don't think no coach bowl them like that. They no, coach them like that. Yeah. Correction, hardly. If the coach tells the player to put it at that spot and he doesn't do it, you know what? You leave him out of the team and you bring somebody else in who can do it. It is the fault of the coach. Look, look, here, look here, Dennis. Let me tell you something. If, if the coach tells a player to... Um, <laughs> it's not like a T20, you have the final, you have the final over and, and you don't want the guy hit for six. You, you, you have 20 runs in the final over to make. You don't not have to bowl it at the man. Then you bowl in such a, a, a defensive way. Uh, you, you know, try to bowl no, it as, as wide as you can that you have to oh. treat. But it's test cricket. You're there for the, the man can bat for the entire day. 
So if what, no what, no what, coach can I'm tell saying, him, I don't think no coach what, can tell him to bowl the ball the way he's been bowling. Yeah, what, that's, what that's, just, saying, my, that's just my opinion. Anybody just want to share in that conversation? We, we, we can hardly hear you. We can hardly hear Dennis. It's low. Dennis, you're low, yes. Anybody just want to pick up on what the, the, the discussion centered around? Jatin, your, your, your thing, our cardinal, one of you guys. Virgil? Uh, no, carry on. Mm-hmm. So, no, Virgil, no, when you said, you know, before you ever have a coach, you know how you bowl. We're talking about a bowler. You bowl your way to get in a team. Maybe you play for your village team. Then you go on and play for your country. Then you go on and play, say like, like you play for West Indies. So it's not the coach make you get into the team. It is your bowling go, make you get into the team. So when you say now a coach is telling you to put all the ball right there, and if you don't put the ball there, put them out of the team, that's not how these guys get their wicket before. These guys get their wicket, 20 wicket or how many wicket in a, in, in, a, in a year, and that is what put them on the team. So they know how, how, how to bowl to get wicket. The only thing the catch coach can advise you on certain things. But of course, you understand, go out there put all the ball at that spot or something, that, and you must put all the ball at that spot. That's impossible. If nobody can put all the ball at the spot, you might get them close or what. But most of the time, look, look like, look at um, Ambrose. Ambush used to get all his wicket like with a lot of yaka. And I guess some of the coaching them didn't like that. They want him to change and get certain things. And I mean that that even though he gets all those wickets, he still could have get a lot more wicket with his yaka. We used to get his, his wicket with his yaka. But I guess they cut it out of him. And I think sometimes the coach just try to change some of these guys and make them instead of they come better, they get worse. <laughs> so you gotta work with what they got. I just did. Okay. Cardinal, uh, I didn't hear Cardinal. Yeah, Cardinal? yeah I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, because okay. you're so quiet. Is that, uh, come yeah, on in. Come on in. You guys not hearing me? Yes, we are hearing yeah, you. You're not hearing me? Yeah. Simon, Simon, you have some obsession not hearing you at all. He had some obsession yeah, yeah. with <laughs> with that beard. Okay. Cricket, cricket is a creative sport. And each player brings his creative skills to the arena. No. You, you know, and he cultivates his skills according to what's convenient to him. If you have a coach who's going to come in there and, and tell him, look, that is not the proper way to play cricket. You, you, you're destroying the cricketer. You're destroying his creativity. When Viv Richards went up to England first, they say he don't know how to play proper cricket because he's hitting across the line. But he had perfected that shot. You know, that was part of his creative game. And if you try to undermine that, you know, you, you're destroying the cricketer and, and, and destroying the man. If he tries to follow what you're telling him as a coach, he is excluding his own mental focus and mental creativity from the development of his approach to the sport. You can't tell him how to do this and how to do that. You've got to leave him with what he has. 
But the Richard was the kind of guy, very arrogant, and he tell them, your job is to get me out. My job <laughs> is to get runs in this field wherever I can find them. Yeah. And he was unstoppable. So you cannot tell this guy, that guy, this is the proper way to pr- play cricket. You got to let him bring his own creativity to the sport. We don't know how, how Colin Craft did it, but Colin Craft could bounce. We used to say Colin Craft could bounce a ball in the sun. That was whatever he did to bring his thing to, to the forefront, you know. Andy Roberts wasn't getting wickets from things. He started bowling off a short run. And they started to say, nobody can bowl a ball that fast off a short run. Andy Roberts did it. You understand? So you cannot, in your, in your coaching, I think coaching played too much. The coaches play too much role because then the coach is bringing his personal view to what the player should do and not allowing the player to not allow his mind to develop his skill. What you have here is, is complete destruction. So we can say, you know, look at Steve Smith. Steve Smith look awkward at the wicket, but the guy gets his run. Mm-hmm. You know, he he gets his run. So what what are you gonna tell him? Facebook like to walk across his stumps, put his pads right in the middle of it, and these bowlers try to get him LBW, and they can't get by. Yeah. Now some coaches tell him, boy, you walking across your stumps like that. You know, bowlers don't trap your LBW every time, but <laughs> you 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 can you can't take that away from him. That's his thing. You can't tell him that's not the proper way to play cricket when that is the way that he uses to get runs. I mean, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't look as classy as a Kane Williamson or an A.B. de Villiers, but he, he gets in the, he's getting the job done. And if a coach is going to interfere with that, you're messing up the man. So that creativity, that... that huh? Yeah, I'm just going to bring a case in, in question where that doesn't always be the case because we, the story is told about Dan, not Dan, the, 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 the number three batsman. George Hedley. George Hedley. George Hedley could not play on his onside. When he went to Australia, the Australian used to get him out easily on the onside. And he went back with his head. Those days, he probably didn't have coach, they have captain. And they work on it. And he became one of the greatest onside players. So, well, if you're going to have someone to improve something, fine. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to tell somebody to change something because that is not the proper way to do it, that's a mm-hmm. different story. If you see a weakness mm-hmm. and you say, that's okay, where you here's work where your weakness is, mm-hmm. that's what you got to work on. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell the man to work on his strength when it's working for him. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you work on his strength. We got players who do not can't look at look at look at look at Craig Bradford. Craig Bradford to me is one of the worst opener for international cricket, and he, he makes some runs, but he's not consistent. I would want to see a, a man like a Greenwich got only put your broad, your 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 face your back to that ball, batsman bowler's afraid to bowl you, to you, but to me, Craig 
flood to both your guy like like a quick battery. So I don't think it's it can, it, some guys can take it in and some can't. So I I don't know. So you you, no, sure that you got you got to leave you got to allow the player to bring his own creative style to the sport. And 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 the, I think coaching interferes with a lot of that. Uh, you know, um, but, you know, but there are you... people who are gonna play cricket according to, to what's set. But West Indian West Indian players have never been, you know, followers of the rules that were established by by the Europeans. You don't tell you don't tell um, Conrad Hunt don't hit the first ball of a match no. to the boundary. Conrad. You can't you can't you first ball in the inning. You don't mm-hmm. hook him. You can't tell that to Ry Frederick no. because he's going to go. Mm-hmm. And they went without fear because they were confident in the creative sport that they developed. Now, when you start to conform to, you know, creative sport, uh, any kind of creative art to a rule book, then you begin to destroy the art and you, you begin to destroy the artist as well. So this is where we are wondering where, what, what, what is it that the coaches do? You know, coaches are meant to improve, to look at the player and say, look, you know why you're failing at that shot? Because you do it this way. Your, your, your feet is not pushed out far enough and, and, and things of that nature. Look, look, look at West Indies cricket right now. Where do you see West Indian cricketers Play the, the cut shot like a garden grenade or, or Jim Allen. Jim Allen. None. Or weeks. Where do you see the hook shot of a Richie Richardson, mm-hmm. Clive Lloyd, Gary Sobers, um, Ry Fredericks? Where do you see that kind of hook shot? No. None. You don't have you don't no see. You don't have no Batman looking at these guys. That's what I'm saying from the beginning. You have no Batman Be- looking half as good as them. Because but, they are but, not bringing their mental thing to play, to create for them. whose fault it is, Cardinal? Whose fault it is? Whose fault it is? Whose fault it is? I don't know. We are questioning that. We are but, questioning but, but, that. And like I said earlier, you know... Mm. You, 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 you have a courtly Ambrose, who we are told did not care to play cricket. But once he got into the sport, basketball. Ambrose is one of the most graceful fast bowlers you can see. You know? Mm. 400 plus wickets without playing 100 test match. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But Carl, you know, you know, you're uh, trying to say something. Yeah, I, yeah I was, you were saying that... Um, when, 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 while um, Cardinal was speaking, you're saying uh, about those shots and so who is looking at them. I'm saying they have too much people looking at them now <laughs> because in, the, in those days when we were dominating and those guys were, were such prolific batsmen and, and um, bowlers were afraid of them. Uh, there was a captain and maybe a manager. Now, now it's like you have, you have code, you have a coach for this, you have a coach for that, you have a yeah, I'm not saying that's necessary, right? Modern day cricket. They're playing lots more cricket now. But you have so much coaches now that um, maybe too much people looking at them and, and, and that, that no one looking at them, you know? 
That's the point I was bringing up with Cardinal. I wanted Cardinal to answer that point. Uh, you see, Cardinal, you're telling a man to do something that he can't do. I said to him, I said, he said, look, what, what's wrong with you? I said, look, Simon, I go and tell him what to do. I can't do it for him. Cardinal, you have to understand these men don't have the talent. I can tell you, look, the, the best opening batsman i ever seen, Haynes and Greenwich. Best opening batsman i ever seen in my whole lifetime. But I can't go in there and ask yeah. a sixth grader in Antigua, I want you to bat like Greenwich. He can't do it. He doesn't have the talent to do it. He's getting out from you. That's what I wanted Cardinal to say. They don't have the talent. Yeah, but let, let's not even go back to the sixth graders. It's just that, just a matter of that, that um, it doesn't matter with some people how you coach them. It doesn't matter. Coaching helps some people. Coaching doesn't help others, right? Um, right. To be fair, there are, there are people who will acknowledge their weakness and they'll, they'll work on it after it's, it's been pointed out to them and they come out the better for it. You have some other people who just set in their ways and doesn't matter how you coach them, they're going to come out and they're going to... But as I say, when, uh, like, a, like a bowler now, I, I can't see no coach that ever coached Shannon Gabriel or anybody who's spraying the ball down, right, down the leg side, down the house, like that. It's just that, it's just that they are just erratic, right? And it's sometimes, <laughs> yeah. it, sometimes, it, sometimes it means that they need to cut down on some of the pace and deal with line and length. And every now and then, you're surprised with the faster ball, right? Yeah. Don't let them, don't, don't let them think that everything comes. And that's why doing Bravo can be so um, dangerous. Um, although they know he has a slow ball, he comes with the same run, just, just a flick of the wrist or the difference. And when you think the ball is coming onto you, it's slower. And then you, 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 you trap the guy, right? They, they produce a fall shot. The same thing happened. When you, you bo- you've been bowling at a certain pace, say 135, 139, and all of a sudden you, you do a burst of 145, 149. You, you, you shot them. Yeah, Audrey, let's say a Jatin, as a professional coach, can you not correct yes. the guy who's praying down the leg side? Constantly bowling down the leg side? Jatin, are you with us? Oh, no. Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm and asking you, is there not a remedy for a bowler that constantly bowl down the leg side? If you are playing um, t- uh, T20, it would be wise. Why is it in test cricket we can't correct a guy who is bowling constantly down the leg side? Is that correct, that you can't correct somebody like that? Uh, no, because the test match does not have the wide situation. Like if it is goes on the leg side, like they follow in T20 and ODI. It's a completely different version. I know. I in know. the test match, it needs to be really wide of the crease in order to call for a wide, right? So what happens, uh, this has been a ploy for... Entire my life, I will say, last 50 years, I have seen so many times at different occasions by different team, by different baller. The tactic is in place to control the batsman from not letting him play freely or creating a discomfort by bowling a non-stop leg-side bowling. 
And uh, let me tell you the good thing about it. If you analyze most of but the incidents, Jatin, they succeed. Jatin, oh, oh, Jatin, yes. But that's not the case with Gabriel, you know. Gabriel is consistently down the leg side. Consistently wide and And saying, you will not make the guy, the guy can afford to leave them alone. You, know, you can't get wicked so well unless a, a batsman go play some rash truck and get caught behind. Oh, oh, you know what? Oddly, uh, was the point we always making. He said, "Why not push, push that ball mm-hmm. on your off and wave your length, your line, your length a little sometimes, and and let the batsman play." That's the point I was trying to make. And oddly, uh, well, point is there. Point is there. It's a good the way you look at it, right? But always, when these people play at a professional level. There is a, we call it the game plan, some sort of tactics in place to control certain batsmen, okay? So mm-hmm. it's not about bowling on the offside or off stump. There is a situation where they can create more discomfort but going leg, okay? Now, there is I a don't two things can happen. I don't think you're getting the point we're talking about, you know. If you consider, no, I got it. Goals, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, what you're trying we're to talking say. about letting the batsman So baller can change. Baller can change. If they are playing at this level, baller can change length and line. It is not something complicated or rocket science. Okay. They practice these things. And basically has nothing to do with the coach guidance or instruction. It's a player has to perform. But the most likely, as I said, the ballers in today's cricket world usually follow the direction they get it from the most likely the coach or during that team meeting. If the baller is being asked to bowl everything on the leg, they'll keep continue bowling. If the baller is being asked to bowl a wide, they'll try to keep bowling wide. So the, the, the world has changed. And the one thing I notice, which is a main concern right now in a West Indies bowling, it's a line control. Sometimes they are not able to keep the line. They are bowling either wide of the leg. Sometimes they comes on the stumps. Sometimes they ball on short pitches. So, yes, as a fan and as a viewer, when you look at on TV this kind of performance, you really get disturbed because our legends like the Ambrose, Walls, Holding, Roberts, Garner, Marshall, what they did, they used to attack the stumps. They had a lots of variety and variation from the stump line. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, that does not exist. So what these ballers are trying to do, some sort of situation where they think, hey, that's been going to make mistakes and I'm get them out. And that is what happening. And then all these three, four ballers I can see right now in West Indies lineup. You can mark easily with the naked eyes, I will say. Look at their balling when they start early in the morning and they look at the same baller when they come back in afternoon and then look at them when they come back in evening session. Now, puzzle to me, as always, when I look at it, why these are ballers are not able to control line and ball on a consistent basis. So going back, they got to have the, some sort of workout needed of the field. 
you cannot fix something in a game is need to be either in a practice or some the, the series preparation games they play those are the places they need to fix it and then my question can that be fixed gable has been you know line up too long far too long for him to be bowling so wide on down the side inconsistently he need to put the ball where the batsman you think he's afraid of being hit through boundary Oh, yes, but oh, then you have to look at the Gabriel's accent also is a kind of a uh, little bit uh, have a heavy weight on the straight delivery, we call. If it is a straight down the leg, it's a basically when he's trying to put a little bit extra, pushing the ball while it's on the leg stump, and that is what it gets the straight, right? So it's a... It's a not, again, it's not impossible, but they have to work it out. And uh, I know they can do it, but puzzle I have or you have is the same thing. Why he's not able to do it? Yes, and you are right. At this mm-hmm. level, they're supposed to. He's supposed to. But he's not doing it. Just, yep. me, just before you go, something occurred to me. I saw something. I was watching the T10. And mention is made of some device that is put into the bat. Can anybody bring me up to date with wh- wh- what that thing device is in the bat? Anybody heard about it? In the, the top that, of the that's bat? That's new to me. Is that it's supposed it to is? communicate some, is that supposed to give some communication no, to, to if, the... Uh... It, it seems to be helped with when you strike the ball, it helps you with the carry. In other words, when you okay, hit the ball, so 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 you yeah. do you remember the do you remember the incident with Sammy Soso in in the baseball? Yes. In baseball, um, yes, I remember one it. of the one of the, he was doing batting practice and one of his bats broke, and and um, they they saw cork inside of it, and mm-hmm. and it is said that the cork helped to carry the ball much further. Remember when he had the the duel with um Martin? You know the the home run thing. He and Mark Maguire going home run thumbs, and mm-hmm. um, so when, when with, with that broken bat, no reveal that there was cork inside inside of the bat. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if things are but being they're using it conceived. in the T10 in the T10 in Abu Dhabi. In the so, 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 uh, and it's right not illegal. It's, it's not illegal. I don't or, or know. Is, is I, I say maybe a member of the panel will know and bring it to my attention and, and, and tell me. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's the first I'm hearing about it. You just brought it to my attention. And, and Cardinal uh, or maybe Virgil knows about it, or even Dennis knows about it. And I don't know nope. if anybody heard about it. So nope. Maybe but I might have it's something they use for that tournament, man. Okay, it's no one person do that. If, if it's something, it's something they use for a tournament, but I haven't heard nothing about that. They call they, those. They, they, they call it you now. They said the bat is juiced. Yes. <laughs> but just, just, to, just my, my, my. Um, no, folks, we we have expired our time, or we we. We um, have done a, a great, wonderful time. So we're going to ask just. Uh, you, you, prom- you promised to you promised to um, mention about um, Max tournament, the U.S. Open. You want to do that? Oh yeah. Well, we, we meant we didn't. Oh yes, Max. Yes, I didn't mention that. So every year, you know, Max has his tournament, and we didn't mention the ICC on the the, the, the men's the. the 
ICG tournament that he's been when we played it in the Caribbean. He did verbally down there. We didn't do a thing down there. For defending champion, we didn't do a thing down there. We just no, went down there. About and, no, no, not, not the T20. Not the T20. Not the T20. 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 Okay, we know. Yeah. We're talking about real cricket now. We're talking about real cricket now. No, no, we we no, we, we, we we beat that that that, that last week a uh, lot, you know. But um, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Open this year is going to be held, of course, at the Central Broad Regional Park, where. In the beautiful city of Lauderhill. December the 13th. Dear Cricket Show, you are kindly invited to the opening ceremony. Okay? The opening ceremony will start December the 6th. And the tournament will go on to the 13th. And, of course, that tournament is going to be at that venue. So we are kindly invited, Audley and Ivor and... David and maybe Jaden, you're going to be there too? I don't know. But whoever is, but we are invited to the opening ceremony of the U.S. Cricket Open from the 6th of December to the 13th. And if you wish to respond, the RSVP 561-392-4800 or you can reserve your uh, participation by going to reservations at cricketcouncilusa.info. The numbers again, 561-392-4800 or email reservations at ccusa.info. So the cricket show is members in, is invited. This invitation I got from them. But... Of course, the tournament. Um, is... I don't think we mentioned that the, the Ashes tournament be, will begin very soon in Australia. And that's going to be a dynamite tournament between England and Australia for the Ashes. So let's wish them good luck. The, 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 the Australians are ready, and the Englishmen are chipping in, they are mm-hmm. flying in. So we are looking forward to a very exciting tournament down there. That's the Ashes. You sure? Uh, you sure it's going to be excited? Because it's, it's going to be a good tournament. In, uh, it starts in December, so that's the first test. Well, okay, good. You hear? You hear, Mister Mister? Um, see you on the radio, Mister McKenzie. Now, the next thing we have to just applaud the ladies. The ladies are winning. They won against... Um, oh, against Pakistan. Against Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah, good. And they beat up on Thailand as well. So, you know, they are going to be involved in a playoff as well. So, next week, God's willing, we will come back with more. But I think we have... Anyone has a final thought they want to mention before we say good night? To everybody, anybody has formal want to mention anything that we, we may not have touched. We talked about the wonderful match that ended today, and it was well, well, well supported. It was um, I just want to, I just want to, if anyone been watching, 
Well, any of the um, uh, the, the ladies, ladies big bash, as as well as um, India and New Zealand, man, the yeah, pack houses now. You know, it, it seems as if COVID is a thing of the is a thing of the past in, in India, because you you maybe you can count um, the amount of masks that that, that you would have seen on one or two hands, and. Um, and uh, I mean the crowd turn out for for especially in New Zealand, India. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm happy to see that you know people are back in the parks again and really enjoying cricket to the fullest. And yet you know those people in there, vaccinated people inside there. Well, however, but you know it, it's not it's not like the, the parks are empty again. No mask. Yeah, but people still yeah. wear masks, but they're, they're vaccinated people. They will not allow nobody unvaccinated inside those, those games. Though. Yeah, but, but the, the fact is, is uh, even, uh, even the match, the other day, the, the soccer match with Jamaica and, and USA, which Jamaica won, by the way, but um, the, with that disallowed goal by the, the, the um, referee. Uh, that was craziness. Um, but um, he, he, they have to go back to the, to the minister and, and plead to him before they allow 5,000 spectators although they were all vaccinated people. So I, I, I don't know, I don't know what, what's the reason for you to get fully vaccinated. If you are fully vaccinated and, and yet you're having a, 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 a soccer match, very important soccer match, you know, when it comes to uh, qualifying for the World Cup, and you are going to announce that you're going to play with an empty stadium. So why people are getting vaccinated? It, it makes no sense. All right. I want somebody to volunteer to send us all home, one person. Just come forward and send us all home. One time is not going to allow us for everybody to go around. Somebody volunteer. It's going to be Simon or it's going to be Judge now or it's going to be Virgil. Whoever wants to put up a hand. Or somebody put up their hand and say, I want to send home. Mr. Mackenzie, I'm going to nominate yes, you. Yes, I, I, I will send you all home. We had a wonderful discussion. It was very well, uh, good particip- participation. And we invite our listeners to call us and tell us how they feel and at the same time I want to thank them for listening and I want to thank all our contributors for a wonderful show and you Leon you are the master of it we want to say thank you very much and from our quarters here it's good night and we see you on the radio next Sunday same time. God willing. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is an SOS from the Trinidad. Location